Where to begin? The last few days have been quite whirlwind. After jumping headlong into a portal after Sari and Ezra, we found ourselves in a pocket dimension. The space was large and as far as my senses would allow, I felt as though it curved inward above us like a globe. I heard Bolt say something about the dappled lighting throughout the periphery of the space, uh, like a star chart. Someone tossed a coin, and we waited for the sound. Several seconds passed before we heard it hit the sloped edge near the bottom of the space. The blink in the coin echoed far. A sudden noise we could hear somewhere in the darkness, something springing into action, moving quickly to the sound to inspect. The all-too-familiar sound came with soft carapace, married with the noxious stench could only mean one kind of creature. Aberrance. Bolt hammered the pitting into the ground and was immediately greeted by a large, fleshy aberrant drifting in the air towards them to inspect the source of the noise with the long, searching tentacles. We each held our breath. A toothy maw opened as it found the source of the vibration. The sound of the sinew in its maw clicked and menacingly as it opened its fleshy jaws. All the while, the smell of its breath assaulted my nose. A putrid mixture of mildew and sour potatoes. After a moment of consideration, it seemed to be satisfied with its inspection and drifted back off into the darkness. After carefully considering our options, we decided to use my flying broom, Brisinger, as Ezra and I floated into the expanse. I could sense a great emptiness littered with large objects that drifted through the air nearby, as though frozen in time after a great cataclysm. It reminded me of how the broken expanse felt for the first time. The large and spherical space, although dark and empty, I could feel a distant warmth somewhere in the platform that seemed to float in the center. A faint breeze carrying the sweet scent of wildflowers and cedar mixed with the otherworldly stench of the aberrants. Ezra and I finished our mission, and we returned to let the others know what we had found. It was decided to ferry everyone across, two at a time, in the central platform using the broom. Being careful to avoid the floating aberrants, jellyfish, and their deadly breath. Once safe on the central platform, we approached the source of the light and subtle warmth. Eve was the first to fully recognize a massive set of steely blue eyes peering down at us from a massive throne set just beyond the sphere of light we were inspecting. A voice as big as the howling wind, yet soothing as the summer breeze filled the air. Immediately, I felt a strong sense of familiarity with the voice, who slowly leaned forward introducing themselves as the Eternal Gale. God of wind and skies, Lord of storms. He greeted us warmly, glad to see both Eve and Sere. It seemed their gods were his kin. He sounded as though his time was short and his urgency crept up in his voice as he told us what happened to this place, his home, and his people, the people of Esmonde. A deep sorrow filled his voice and tears welled in his eyes as he began to pontificate and fill our minds with times long past. There was so much revealed, then what I wrote here was but a little sliver of the information he described. An area was once much bigger than what we now see, a world filled with magic, science, 
and most importantly to Ezra and Zere dragons. Before the world was sundered, the Eternal Gale described a vast and wide area, filled with entire continents of people and cultures thrived. As Anaria's prosperity grew, it shone like a beacon in the night. Unfortunately, it shone a little too bright and drew the attention of an unspeakable creature within the void. One by one, stars were slowly blotted out in the sky as they crept closer. Astral mages first noticed it, calling it the Devourer. Not long after, all semblance of balance within an area was upturned. Gods, nations, dragons, magical creatures, and even new cults raised in the Devourer's name threw everything they could think to destroy, defeat, or rout the Devourer. One such organization mounting a defense was called the Arcanum. No amount of power, pleading, or devotion slowed its advance, eclipsing an area under its baleful, lidless gaze. An area turned to other realms, connected by magic or other means. One by one, each of them shut their doors, cutting off an area entirely for fear of also drawing the ire of the Devourer. A desperate plan was hatched to save an area. If the Devourer could not be destroyed, perhaps a ritual could be performed on a global scale. They might be able to transport the entire realm of Anaria into the Astral Sea. Finding this new hope, all of Anaria banded together and a pact was formed. As the ritual approached completion, the planet thrummed with arcanic energy. The Devourer was thrown into a frenzy, but before it struck, the ritual completed and Anaria found itself floating in the Astral Sea. The ritual had seemed to work, however, it was not without fault. Soon after, the lines of energy began to break an area apart. All of the most powerful creatures, including the Eternal Gale, Choir of the Cracks, and the Trio, pulled together as much land, creatures, and sea to keep all of creation in an area from meeting its demise. In a desperate attempt, the Arcanum working with a god named Devros, the Lord of Light, poured everything into creating these magical barriers. These barriers contained what few fragments were left of an area to protect them against the Astral Sea. Amid the panic, the Arcanum also layered in additional protections by modifying the memory of all within. Gods and creations alike had their minds addled, and none remembered what an area was before the barriers were created. The Arcanum's hubris and blatant overreach did not go unnoticed by the gods. For a time, the continent of Hesmonday began to prosper. It was the land that the Eternal Gale was to oversee. He loved his people. Through deep down inside, he felt something was missing. The Eternal Gale was approached by his cousins, the Trio and the Choir of the Cracks. They too had felt something was wrong with their memories, and began to work to create a ritual to undo what had been done to their memories, to avoid suspicion or of being found out by the Arcanum, they broke up the ritual in two. One to be worked on in secret by the choir, and the other to be worked on jointly by the Eternal Gale and the Trio. This ritual in theory will restore the memories of all within an area and allow each the agency to choose their own path, rather than the path that the Arcanum had decreed in secret. 
Upon sequestering himself in the space we now found him in, disaster struck. Meteors rained from the sky, shattering the shield and obliterating the whole of Asmundae. And... and all of its inhabitants. The Arcanum sealed the breach on the border of the Cataclysm to mitigate further destruction. They deemed it unsafe for anyone to enter. Unfortunately, the meteors were not all that fell from the sky that day. The showers also brought with them the ship that Bolt and their crew were aboard, and the aberrants. Upon seeing his world shattered once again, the eternal gale fell into a deep depression, retreating within his sanctum, and in his retreat, he was captured by a large and voracious aberrant that began to feast on his power. So long as the beast was sated, its hive-like followers seemed to become more docile. In an attempt to contain the aberrants, the eternal gale allowed this to persist. Leaning forward into the light, we could finally see his face clearly. A massive, tumorous aberrant feasting on his essence clung to his side, where the corruption spread up his shoulder, through his arm and into his face of the once powerful god. He charged us with the task of killing the aberrant, knowing that if he severed his connection with the creature, his own life would finally come to an end, and the creature would likely be thrown into a frenzy. Mark my words. The Wavered Watch is not one to shrink from duty. Come bandits, undead, or godkillers, we are bound by honor to right what wrongs are within our power or die trying. Listening to the sound of his voice tremble, I could find no guile nor malice in his words, only a dying warrior, only longing and sorrow. He was on the vanguard of all he lost, and though he was the last to remain, he fought on. The least I could grant him is a swift and honorable death. My Genasi spirit burned within me. So I stepped forward, taking a knee. I told him that if he would allow me, that the world would not soon forget him his sacrifices for Asmundae. I swore that if he would grant me the honor of flying his colors into battle against his enemies, and to carry his memory long after he's gone, I was expecting nothing more than to grant him reverence and honor for the deeds he had carried out, and yet he surprised me, smiling. I felt the living wind carrying the songs and the stories of his people pass through me causing my very soul to swell near to breaking. The sheer amount of information was vast and still overwhelms me each time I even fathom to think. Breathlessly, I thanked him for this unexpected gift and steeled myself for battle. He severed the connection from the beast and the wavered watch threw ourselves headlong into battle against an eater of gods and its horde of aberrant jellyfish. The dance was a marvel to behold. Sere, using Brissinger, sped around the room, severing tumorous masses that seemed to stabilize the creature. Ezra and Eve, though restrained by tentacles, fought as a seamless unit, blocking and attacking gloriously. You know, looking back, being bound by tentacles sounds like some snotty book that Ezra or Eve might read. 
Anyway, no shaming here. Bolt attacked with all their strength, and I briefly muzzled one of the mouths while blasting it with my knives. We fought long and hard, and the creature continued its assault. I'm afraid for some of the fight I lost consciousness, but when I came through, everyone was at varying degrees of regaining consciousness, and the beast had been slain. Its remaining followers were tearing one another apart, not sure what to do with the vacuum of supreme power. Ciara claims to have dealt the final blow, and, you know, I believe her. She is supremely savage in the act of saving her friends, and I, for one, am glad to be counted among them. Before we could fully collect ourselves, the sanctum of the Eternal Gale began to collapse. As fast as we were able, we dashed to the portal to escape. Eve, seeing our predicament, sent an emergency message to Keskes. As the portal collapsed, we were all sent careening, falling into the unknown. Thankfully, the greatest treasure swooped in to catch us from falling into oblivion at the last moment. I, for one, need some time to process everything. The Arcanum? An area shattering? The Infinite Sight? The Eternal Gale, Hasmonday? It seems our enemies abound. And the closer I listen, I hear the drums of war just beyond the horizon. I can only hope to learn the steps in time, to dance at that final battle, and to let Shadow Song sing and bask in its glory. And I hope, for, for once, to see it with my own eyes. Victor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to session 32 of Tales of Anaria. Woo-woo! <laughs> <sighs> Hopefully you liked last episode. There was a lot. Uh, how's everybody looking after last episode's fight? What uh, what kind of health are we looking at here? Not mm. dead yet. <laughs> I think I'm holding one of my arms in my other arm. Like, not like this. Sure. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Died and then came back with nine hit points. So I'm pretty hurt. I'm at six. I'm I don't know. I don't know Seven. why you guys are all so banged up. I was. Oh, maybe because you ran away from the fight the whole time? <laughs> Run away! We're all in the tentacles the and being beat to death, and he's like, I'll be right there! <laughs> I'm, I'm like half health. <laughs> Took a few it was, it was very much a harrowing fight, and you guys managed to make it out of there uh, just in the nick of time as the entire Temple of the Eternal Gale collapses. And now you are back on the Greatest Treasure, and... Uh, yeah, heading back towards the Broken Expanse. Unless you give Cascus a different direction, but I doubt anybody wants to spend any more time here than they have to. Mm -mm. Yeah. We're all just licking our wounds, I yes. think. How is everyone doing? There's a new bloody fountain. <laughs> <laughs> you were the fountain spurting. It's <laughs> going through the heart and bruise in the morning. Um, yeah, I think Sarah's a little shaken up. She's getting tired of either dying or watching all of her friends like fall in front of her eyes as she's like trying to save them but mm. but seemingly unable to. Mm. Um, so yeah, she's probably just collapsed on the deck and like head in her hands kind of thing. Just 
shaken and trying to process all of that information too that we that we got at the at last time from the eternal gale. Cast, it's cast. A lot to take in. Yes, How yes. Do you have a dragon heart? If dragons are on an entirely different, I don't know, broken an area piece. <laughs> you don't know about what, this. Yeah. What, what does uh, what does this mean? Uh, I don't even know what I mean. <laughs> Never mind. I just assumed I, you would have known a dragon, but that could have only happened if I um. I don't know. I I woke up from a long sleep, and. Master had already died. Okay. Oh, that's so sad. Um, but he left me his heart, according to. He had a will. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> Can you prove it? Instead of donating his body to science, he just donated it to Keskes, <laughs> who is scientific. He just waves at the the hunk of junk that he drives. I wouldn't call this science, mm. but. <laughs> what uh, is, is everything okay though? Everything. It sounds like yes. a lot happened. <sighs> we basically, I think we killed a god killer. And a god I mean, killed himself. It was kind of intense. I, yeah, the, the world, it was, um, it was more information than I had expected from some guys that's been stuck in a room for hundreds of years. We, we met a being um, called the Eternal Gale. Who is a god? Never heard of it. Was. Sadly. Is it windy? Or does that, I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> There's still like a slight breeze. Like it, ha- it doesn't seem like it's changed any. But you know those aberrant creatures that we've been fighting off? Yes, I scraped a bunch off the ship while you guys were gone. Well, they were coming from within the temple. Oh. And one had a, a big a big mama, had attached itself to the Eternal Gale. To Gale. And he had been using all of his powers to fend it off. Um, to keep it asleep. Yes, so that he could deliver something very important to us. Oh, what is it? Weapon? You have a shiny new weapon. You could call it a weapon. Oh, yes. Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> weapon of it smacks into Hogwarts. The best kind of weapon. Yes, because words do have power, and magic is very important. Are you going to leave Cascas hanging, or are you going to show him? <laughs> well, here it is. Victor, why don't, because you took the most notes. <laughs> and why don't speak you, Aaron now. Yes, why don't you explain? You could read this. I assume it was in... Uh, so it's a it's a spell scroll, so it's in magic scrolls, okay. basically. Oh. Yeah, so it's on Auron. You do have a letter. One of you does have a letter in Auron. That's right. I think you have it. Well, we'll give it. But to just you because uh, just because he can read Auron doesn't mean he's physically capable of reading it. This like, time. can you just like? It's not Auron Braille. It's not Auron Braille. No, it's just regular uh, Auron. So that would require a little extra that's true. translation. <laughs> Somebody right. being like, "There's a there's a squiggly bit up at what, the top." What you could do is if you have a um, a quill, you could trace the letters. I could hear a little bit and see. Hmm. Preston, maybe I'm so sorry. You have like this most perfect like little yeah. Jerry curl right in front. It's your it's your super ant curl. Yeah, it it's required. It's not long enough to go back, and it just keeps falling No, it's fabulous. <laughs> you should have it all the time. <laughs> okay. I apologize. Continue. 
<laughs> so wait, okay. Enjoy looking at that thrust. Penelope, yeah. So I had actually swept her across, but Penelope, she comes up, she goes, Dad, you're so cute. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Kids are the best sometimes. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, sometimes. my kids always say, Mom, your bum is so squishy. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, Penny, Dad, your stomach is so big. The I highest of praises from children. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thanks, kids. But I, I might not be able to read that right now, but if you want, I can probably... I don't know, uh, put out, uh, i tell you a little bit about what we heard in the, the building. Yes, yes, interested. Uh, also need to fly a ship. Um, I'll take care of it and I'll just walk, like without even waiting for a response, I'll just like walk in oh, to the thing. Bolt is all depressed. <laughs> Wait, where, where are we even going? Are we, you want to go to that border town, collect our gold and then... Obviously. Then, we need to... Well, that's first, but then, then what? Then I think what do we, we need even to do with this send an imp- uh, send a missive to Lady Crestor. Explain. Uh, can we do, we can do it through your ring, correct? Yes. We need to pool whatever resources we might have access to to find Aventhi. We need to buy a place for us. That's ours. we need to sort our quest. So we have a place. <laughs> most important. That we can always go to. <laughs> yes. Maybe have a portal or something to get quickly to and from. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Expensive. We'll be really rich. <laughs> we, as long as we don't know the names to Victor. As as nobody dies between now and. <laughs> I mean, I've cut my losses, but. Death pool. Everybody just looks at Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> I mean, you do look a little I, bit different. I look exactly the same. Prestidigitation. You <laughs> <laughs> come back, he's like, you're cleaner. What the hell? <laughs> Your hair is shorter again. <laughs> you can get a haircut. <laughs> we did In the There's a barber shop. It's called a reason. It was run by kobolds. Right, yeah. yeah. So please, um, Victor, yes. summarize. Yes. Uh, for our in friend. short, we went in there. There were a bunch of jellyfishes that tried to eat you with their mouth on, and they had a mouth and a frout. Um, <laughs> And yes. the big one, um, we didn't see it at first. We were kind of going through, and there was lots of them kind of like go well, through like the, this well. this more like tactical walkthrough mm-hmm. of like we did this and we walked through, and then this is what we saw, and we'll re- this was our reason to go here. And, and then we went to uh, finally we got down there, and there's this big god man um, that I guess I might have pledged allegiance to in some way. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, but he told us all these different things we did not know. Apparently an area was one big planet and we are one little, little broken piece floating out in the middle of space ocean. A devourer had attacked. Big, big, big planet, like round? Round, yes, big and round like ball. You're a flat earther, I can tell. I mean, an area technically. <laughs> technically <laughs> Hashtag flat an area. Yep. <laughs> he said that. The, make it a thing. In order to get away from this big monster in space, is that was trying to eat the people. Um, they brought them here to keep them safe, but something went wrong. The planet exploded and everything got broken and fractured. And an area is one little piece of this. Uh, and uh, the Arcanum is actually trying to assert control over making sure that we are, keep our keep it secret and we keep in, in this space by forgetting it ever happened at all. Hmm. I would say they've succeeded at doing so. I knew I hated the Arcanum, but in now fact, it's, it's vindicated. Absolutely, and it seems like 
even a lot of the Arcanum has no idea. It's the highest levels. It is old mage mm-hmm. in charge of this. I can feel it. He's a big jerk. It's probably incredibly <laughs> old. Do, do we know about the inner diapers. workings of the Arcanum? Like, um, is, it, is it fairly well known? That yeah, I mean, so... So you have triumvirate or whatever they're called. This is as good a time as any to review the Arcanum, I suppose. Uh, you have down at the bottom, you've got your uh, you've got your guards, which are your basic like peacekeeping officers. Um, you also have kind of the support structure around them. Uh, the guards require like a, a, a college, a, a mage college education to get into, um, but also some martial training. The support structure is like a three month course that teaches you how to like, you know, do everything that you need to do. Uh, above them, you've got the the law mages, which handle investigations, and they handle any sort of like major magical mishaps. They they handle all of major like, magical the, mishaps. Yep, mm-hmm. the MMM, mm-hmm. the MMM, the MMM, the MMM mages, the mages. Technically, they're called the MMM. Call the MMM because they're mages. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then above them, you've got the Justicars, which they are, if. Uh, if the guards are like the peacekeepers, the Justicars are the warriors. Like the, you send the elite force in to wipe out a big threat. Mm. Like they, they also, are, they also double as like uh, sheriffs. Yes. for certain towns. Yep. Uh, any right. any sort of small town Just has them as a sheriff instead of a champion, which is the next tier up. And that, the champions handle uh, all of the major cities. They're kind of like a captain of the guard, all <coughs> and, you know, a, a superintendent, chief of police kind of thing. No, um, we've met. I'm sorry. But yeah, we've just met cars. a just car, Gren. Whitehall. Whitehall. She was at Six Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, and we've met also a champion, champion. The one that you got your armor from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was her name? Uh, champion Brightlands. 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 Yep, Justine Brightlands. Yep. Okay. She's That's a champion. You've also Colby met got his armor from. You also mm-hmm. met another one in Willow Creek Hollow, but I doubt anybody remembers his name. Oh, I could find it if <laughs> if we guys want. Uh, that's the right. one that met us at the four. We got yeah. Nayet Parum is his name. We don't Nayet remember Parum. because we got right. time messed with. Yep, yeah, time messed mm-hmm. with. Um, and then so that is kind of your basic mm. structure that leads up to the upper tier. And there's there's three different sections. There's the Tower of Law, the Tower of Order, and the Tower of Duty. Tower of uh, the Tower of <laughs> Law is, or sorry, the Tower of Order is uh, basically where the peacekeeping force has its higher ups, and they're run by Hanabrasis, who is a dragonborn. So uh, the Tower of Duty handles all humanitarian efforts. Uh, they handle like they're the healers and whatnot of of the Arcanum, and they're run by uh, Galena Spokewinter. She's a Loxodon. And then uh, the Tower of Law is the Arbiter, not the Arbiters, but um, the Arbitrators. The, they handle all of the different court cases and etc. And they're run, they are actually run, or um, their head right now is Malacrass Greenwood, who is a former member of the Greenwood House. Hmm. So they're the yeah. desk jockeys. Yeah, they're kind of the desk jockeys. But most of the law mages uh, that you see, they come from the tower. So this this triumvirate, do they have um, a a leader? Is there like a supreme leader? Uh, Yes, there is a, there is a, a, someone they call the arbiter that rules over all of them or kind of hands down decrees. Nobody's really heard anything directly from the arbiter in a long time. It's always Mm. been this, uh, this triumvirate. Mm. I think I'm on to something. The arbiter is just really old, evil. The arbiter is a 
Please bless. Orthulian. Orthulian is a Venthi, and, and Venthi the is the Arbiter. We're on to something. The Venthi. <sighs> well, <laughs> anyway. I am very confused. Brangelina. It, As are we. Join the club. But, but, but we did find out one thing for certain, which we sort of already knew. But dragons were once part of an area. They're still real. They're out there. On the other side of the asteroid. You heard it from the lips of a god. Perhaps we could find them. What can you remember from before your long sleep? Um, and, he, and he thinks really hard for a moment. You can see that kind of like pained look that comes over everybody's faces when they try to like think about things too much in an area. Or like, like when we look in the, like we were looking at the fog, mm-hmm. you get a headache from. Yep. Yeah. And he goes, uh, warmth. Not not love, but not cruelty. A good master. But then nothing but darkness until the long sleep was over. And that was 15 years ago. Hmm. 15, you say? Do, do. Was his heart already in the greatest <laughs> treasure, or did you build that around him? I, I built the greatest treasure around the heart. Hmm. Can't actually touch it. Not easily. Hmm. Now, so he's saying that he woke up from his deep sleep 15 years ago, but of (laughs) course, our memories and most people's memories of an area go back much further than that. Yeah. Um, About 1,700 years, I think, is. And where did you say you woke up? Was it anywhere near the Shattered Plain? You asking where Master's Lair is? No, I'm asking where your sleeping place is. But is if he has a layer, sure. Actually, yes, that would, that might be helpful. Perhaps we could find out where they've gone. If it, it was his his layer here in 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 on this continent that you know of? It was somewhere in an area. It starts like <laughs> kind of tapping his claws together a little bit. No <laughs> need to be suspicious. Kiss, I'm not trying to be suspicious. Just sorry to want to answer. It is uh, twelve ninety seven, according okay. to the calendar. So at least twelve hundred ninety seven years. The reason I that's ask what the Arcanum tells us is mm-hmm. that the god that we spoke with, the Eternal Gale, he spoke of uh, meteors hitting this place, and if it was nearby, I wonder if that was part of your coming to an area. Nice. They're coming to an area. That was like seventy five years ago. That was old. Yeah, but he's been sleeping for, he doesn't know how long. That's true. That's true. It was other side of the world. (laughs) All right. That is all Keskes was saying. All right, (laughs) Uh, like diagonally or? (laughs) Keskes. I want you to know that we trust you. We wouldn't share this information with you about what we learned from the Eternal Gale if we didn't think of you as a dear friend. If the Arcanum get you, you better not snitch on us or we will come for you. <laughs> Ezra will. She's trying to persuade him. I mean, White Bone Base might oh, be a nice place sorry. for a lair. <laughs> but I I just want you to know that we would not betray your trust. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. This is a hard difficulty. Um, I mean, if it was an oblique with forest, it would burn down. Uh, just waiting for the reactions. <laughs> I can't see his face, so I'm just relying on the... 23? Verbal response. I think that's enough. Nice. Go, high charisma. 
he goes, uh, I suppose, as long as you're not trying to raid Master's Lair, uh, I would like to stick this weapon in there for a little while and see, <laughs> if, I charged up. see if I could turn it into a purple item. <laughs> Master's, Master's Lair is, uh, <clears throat> there's mountain ranges at the beginning of the Tremeculees, is, is within those ranges. No named. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Crag Spire yep. or that one right there. Not Crag Spire, yeah. but there is Got a it. little section of mountain on the far eastern side, and we'll probably be showing you out right now for everybody. Would you like to go back and visit there? No, no, I, I sealed it. Yes, yes. Sealed it? How? And kind of like gives <laughs> this like sparkle in his eye, and he goes boom. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, you know, I think we may be headed in that general direction. We, we have to go to these mines. Mm-hmm. On the Infinite Sites shipping... Mordor? What are they called? <laughs> what are they, what's it called? Um, the town is called Morris Bend. Morris Bend. Morris Bend. Shipping mining equipment there. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I feel like we should unite the world, make it a big old planet, and then go find that worm make thingy and destroy it. Place. That feels like... Something we might attempt at level 20. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling telling Scott, I was like, I tried to come up with a threat that seemed so far out of reach (laughs) and so far removed that they wouldn't be tempted to go try and fight it. Find the devourer! (laughs) Well, first we have to unite the world, and that seems very hard to do. I don't know if I have a spell that will do that. Sounds like powerful magics. Yes. Well, could you could you at least take us back to 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 the city, to the border town? Yes, yes, that's. I'm happy to take you anywhere, friends. Thank you. Aww. Um, we would want to also mention. Looks over at Bolt a little bit. Don't, because <laughs> you're still flying the ship at this point. <laughs> don't say anything about what we said to the Arcanum. We're not supposed to know. Of course, of course, yes, yes. It's possible that no one, no Arcanum member in this town even knows what we do. That's true, but uh, better safe than sorry if we have a just a car or someone chasing us down might make it harder to gain support. Let's get our story straight. We found the the main... The Bouth The Bouth. Thing. The, the, mind, the, the aberrant mind render. The aberrant mind, the aberrant mind, render. mind render, and we destroyed it. I like and to call it the space everything. jellyfish. Bada bing. Bada bing. Yeah, they started tearing each other apart, the rest of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. The place and they shouldn't pose any threat anymore. So we know that they're kind of a hive mind in a way that, uh, or at least a, hi- a hierarchy where if we um, can disrupt them if they are in other places, mm-hmm. we know where to strike first. I wonder yeah. if the Arcanum will open up the Broken Expanse now that we've destroyed the creature. Uh, uh, do we see it even more now that but we have to note that they fought each other, but they didn't necessarily die, so they're still a threat, right? Do we see any floating around? Um, yeah, you see every now and then you do see one of those pods still. Uh, they're not they're not like actively <coughs> like hunting anymore, but every now and then there's still a flesh sack that kind of seems so to be they, floating they in the air. At least want to bring a cleanup squad before they open the gates fully. But mm, we probably should tell them about the. Bone crackers or gear, gear crackers. 
they have a way in and out as well. It's not important. I don't know. Do we need to go and deal with them, or are they going to turn you to powder again? Do you want revenge? I mean, <clears throat> we did kill the guy who killed you. I, I am a vengeance paladin, but my vengeance is not with them. They were defending themselves. Defending their way of life. Bunch of slavers. They were slavers. They, were they should have a better way of dishonorable, life. Dishonorable, not much way of living. Well, we killed them all. That's fair. Kaskas hates to rain on Saradon's mm. parade, but you only killed one crew. <sighs> Remember, they had that codex. It's an that codex problem. that they had activated, or Kaskas agree with that. We uh, look in no condition to actually fight <laughs> no. this time. <laughs> let's let's discuss it with the Archon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and seems like a them problem. Agree. Not us. Well, not our job. We're not um, the Justicars. Well, I, I, for one, would like to leave this place behind us, put us behind us for quite a while. I agree. Uh, do you think you could take take the wheel, Cass Cass? Yes, yes, Maybe of course. we could get some rest. He comes over and he shoos you away. Just, but he stops you and he goes, Is everything okay? I, uh came on some information that I may have caused all of this. I kind of like gesture to the broken expanse. Oh, those meteors that they talked about were like they came through when uh, my ship and crew crashed uh, into, what was the city called? Uh, did we have a city name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something with an H. One moment. Hasmaday. Into which was uh, <laughs> apparently a large civilization. And you formed and destroyed this area. Oh, yeah. Sorry to hear that. Hug? And Hug comes over and picks you up and <laughs> like, nearly crushes <laughs> you. Know, I just like, a hug. It's alright, Bolt. You're pretty buddy. good at fixing things. I'm hot, sure you'll hot. figure out a way to fix this. Spend the spend the remainder of my days like pushing <laughs> rocks together and like tying them. <laughs> Good as new. Yeah. <laughs> Just a collection, a Just a collection of floating rocks that keep like knocking into blood. each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, get some sleep. Uh, should take about a day to get back. Uh, so relax and enjoy. Uh, hug can get food and hug like reaches down into the cargo hold and pulls out a barrel and opens it up and there's some sardine smell coming out of it. I'm so glad you said he reached down into the cargo hold. I was thinking he would like reach down into his <laughs> crevice. <laughs> his nature's pocket. Nature's badger. We found a badger from earlier. <laughs> yeah. Badger and other You know. Yep. Uh, yeah, so you guys can go ahead and take a long Ooh. As you travel back through the broken expanse, it's not that difficult to navigate when you're all you have to do is point it uh, either at the sun if it's rising or away from the sun if it's setting. Oh, yeah, that works. yep, because it is you're on the far west mm-hmm. of an area, so you might so as well just point it. How east. does the sun work? How does the sun work? Uh, that east was to west? the god that 
gave up its life mm-hmm. and created a Okay, so yeah. he created a son. Yeah, Devros created a son. Yeah. A son. Like so he, he became the sun on yes. the other waters where And it warms go. them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Is the yeah, is the water always warm? I mean, on the bottom. I mean, it's nice. It's not like it, it's probably like good room temperature water. An area doesn't really have really? winters as far as that goes. Like they don't have like really. In fact, I think we might be getting close to winter months if I remember correctly. I need to remember exactly how many days you guys have been moving for. I think it's been about a month or two that you've been <laughs> traveling together now. <laughs> um, but yeah, they don't really have. It's very mild winters. If they get snow, it's just like skiffs of snow. It's sort of like winter in Texas, except for not recently. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. Yeah. I think um, <clears throat> Sarah would have a hard time sleeping here. Like, I think she would just be like spending her nights, like her night anyway, trying to like connect with. Um, with the choir in vain, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. trying to reach out and just like... Gravy, why didn't you tell me about any of this? <sighs> this ritual was supposed to complete cracking all of these things. You start calling it crag me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, go ahead and run me a religion check. With disadvantage. Big money on enemies. Plus three, seventeen. Um, you don't get anything. There's no response. There's no feeling of anything. Okay. Yeah, she'll keep. Yeah. She'll keep. You know, straining. Um, Is everybody else just sleeping through the night? Or um, Victor's still awake. Although, kind of sit down next to him and be like, "So, a new religion, eh?" I wouldn't say I'm a religious guy or anything. <laughs> I just said that I'd keep his, honor his memory, you know, like ancestors. You worshipped a god, you're religious. Admit it, Vicky. I, I, you knelt down, you pledged yourself to him. I, if, if that's not devotion, that's I've not never religion. done that before. It? I mean, you have to tell me if it's, is that how you did it would be? New religious <clears throat> you looking for? He practically baptized you. <laughs> he sacrificed himself for you, but let's not do that. <laughs> he cried his god tears on you. Yep. 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 Are, yeah, are you looking for, did. for followers? Because that's the only god I've ever actually seen or met. Seems real. I mean, we. It if, seems. If seems like to honor his memory. I'd be happy to go over some of the. Some of those. Give over some of the stories of Hasman Day. I mean, that's. Mm. I didn't get much from him, but I did get some of the, the histories that maybe like an oral history. Mm. It'd be nice to share with someone. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Hear it. I have to go through it in my head myself. It's just so much. It's, well, if we have time between all of the fighting and dying and stuff that we do. We can You're writing now a full book, right? For release <laughs> the full, uh, the full, uh, <laughs> history, full history of, of Hasmund Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new Coming campaign in. setting. 2025. <laughs> Keep an eye out for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. There's a new monk class and a new trooper class. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if you want to hear about it, I guess I gotta evangelize somehow now that I'm some kind of 
You're a missionary crusader now. Crusader or something. Mm -hmm. Technically useful. Prophet. Highest level. <laughs> I think I'll... <laughs> Do you have visions? I, knew I don't you have any involved. vision, but I can hear things. Cascas you know? <laughs> kind of hunkers down and just keeps flying. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I guess. Um, Evangelize. One question I do have is: uh, Do you guys just wait on that other uh, scroll that you got, that orange scroll, or are you going to? If uh, somebody's willing to, like, somehow either. Yeah, I can like describe. Either describe yeah, it or, or like, trace, it, out or trace it or something, because that's at least that's how I described it. My thing is that when the quill, the scratching of the quill, is how he would be able to like see it because of the vibration. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'll attempt to if that's permissible. That. I would. Well, yeah. uh, I am going to send teamwork. Is that gonna be in chat or mm -hmm. hangout? Uh, I'm just going to send you. I'm just just going to share the document with you. Okay. Don't know if you have access to your Google Docs at this time. Like anybody wouldn't, but because yeah, you can go ahead and read that. You have to close your eyes while you're doing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, we got it. My Jotun, I do of course miss you, my summer breeze. Our time apart has been very long, but it is necessary to serve the eternal Gale's will. Hopefully, he, after this task, he will allow me to respite, to return to the temple and rest with you. In fact, I might, or I may just demand it from him. I'm not so devoted a paladin that I would forsake you for much longer. He would surely understand, though, so there is no need to worry. We will see, a, we shall see one another soon. I have traveled so far from Hasmonday in such a short short time thanks to your gift. Long lawn breaker? Ion. Ion breaker, okay, that's not now. Ion breaker is a powerful weapon, and I have no doubt that in the hands of any archer it would carry the fury of the storms with it. In the hands of a paladin of a god of storms, the tempest reach is a force to be reckoned with. I have done so much in a good short amount of time so much good in a short amount of time with with it in my hands. I know how long you toiled in your workshop to get it ready in time for my journey east. Thank you so much for this heartfelt gift. I am currently staying in an inn in the western bank of Gaius. Gaius? Yep. Yeah. Uh, from my window, I can see Arstum stretching out before me, across the horizon. This city is a truly a marvel to behold. I know that some might believe that Terabon has become the seat of a civilization in the world. But I see a complex mechani mechanisms of the Tinker City and can't, ever can't imagine it ever losing favor as the jewel of the world. I expect I will be here for a couple of weeks researching. Regarding your letter, I would not worry too much about Boromex yep. divinations. While I do believe there is magic in the stars that can help avoid disaster, his interpretations of constellations have been very lackluster. Would you believe that he congratulated me on our conception of a child before I left on my journey? I nearly laughed in his face uh, when he told me that he had read it in the stars. Now, don't get mad at him for bringing it up. He had no way of knowing my condition. I am merely telling you to drive to the point, to drive the point home 
that the sky will not be falling anytime soon. I am, I am not impressed with his his track record thus far. How I would love to tell you of uh, tell you all my adventures thus far, but I'll save them for when I can see you again. We can waste away a whole day as I regale you of my tales, and you feed me dates just like when we first met. Until that time, be well and try not to take your lonely heart uh, take your lonely heart out on anyone. I'll be home soon. All my love, Cassia. Now, the the jewel, that's the city, that's Asmodee, right? Or is that Archdome? Well, he's talking about Archdome. She was talking about Archdome. So, but the I, person they were talking to was back in Asmodee. Mm-hmm. So we found it. Yep. Can I catch two weapon names? Uh, Ironbreaker and Tempest Street? It's, it's the same weapon. Oh, it's the same weapon. Yep. It's the same weapon. It's just got multiple Tempest. names. Okay. Like all good weapons. <laughs> so, um, as a reminder for everybody, uh, Jotun was the name of the djinn mm-hmm. that you fought. And, and that's who you got Aurora the story Max from. Was the, the and Aurora Max was the guy. ghostly cloud giant. The yeah. one that did not change all our sexes with his uh, thing. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but, and so this Cassia. Cassia. It's a love letter. A paladin of... My Jotun. Jotun was the guy. Cassia is his love. And a paladin. And a paladin. Hmm. Was that the paladin we found with and your a, weapon? Or is that a different one? This doesn't sound like it was a bow. Oh, of some kind. So Any we were archer. supposed to deliver this. I'm having a hard time remembering. No, just you just found it on his body. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Does okay. it have a date on it? Uh, it talks about dates, but there is no date. <laughs> there is no specific date. Hmm. Now, every time I think of dates, it's the monkey that dies in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Good thing she didn't eat those dates then. That's true. But no date. Um, otherwise, Arboramix, Arboramix is another one. It seems to be a, a diviner. And Cassia is the name? Cassia, C-A-S-S-I-A. So we can go to Archdom and look for Cassia. Mm-hmm. That whole time you're reading, every time you started doing something, I just felt, felt so bad. Like, as me, and, and Bolt's just, just. But in our defense, like he would have just been stuck there forever, right? Because as far as we understood, all their spirits were bound to that place. I think he means bad that he caused the destruction. Yeah. Of that. Oh, okay. Because it talks even he like, oh, the sky's not going to fall tonight. And then both. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Could have been last letter to arrive home. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbing in. It's very sad. Read but. the room. <laughs> There's a weapon. <laughs> and it sounds really cool. Well, now listen. We don't know if she's dead. You can't be taking weapons from people, right? Regardless, is... shouldn't we deliver this letter mm-hmm. and deliver the news of the passing of her love? Yes, for sure. If she's and alive, if we otherwise we might have to relieve her of her weapons, you know? Yes. Were you, were you drawing a bow? You're saying kill her yes. for him? No, she's already dead. <laughs> oh, okay. She won't need the weapon. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Border town. Well, sleep border town. No sleep. Get a, get a place. <laughs> get a place. Get a border town. We'll do a cribs. An episode of cribs. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So the next morning, unless anybody has anything else they'd like to do in the evening, any more brooding. I, I mean, stars. Other, other like than the reading and brooding, stuff, like I would I would probably sleep, but I would I would regale the tales and I'd be just kind of like. 
mm-hmm. contemplating on like all the things that happened and just trying to just understand yeah. that amount do, of information. Do you want to spill a little bit of information about Hasmond Day? That uh, just some like fun facts that you you can think of off the top of your head. Yeah, you can make some up if you like. Make some up. Uh, yeah. Well, here's an interesting factoid. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come up with something. But yeah, it's just you just tell some stories about the rise and fall of cities. And... Would any of the stuff that we talked about um, would that be later? Uh, yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of yeah, a lot of the other stuff would have been okay. later that okay. we that you and I talked about. Always. Yeah. Okay. So this secrets. Yeah, I mean, I, I would basically <laughs> just kind of like tell just some small stories about like different different places or because this would be from his perspective or would this be like an omnipotent type it would be it's more of like a word of mouth like you're reciting Oral Beowulf history. right okay, yeah okay so there's, there's like epics and stuff mm-hmm. so there's ta- tales about like different towns and cities or p- people that that like there's that um that tale of of uh, king and queen and like the, the the stuff that where there's there's internal conflict between two di- two different areas and you know that they they defended their kingdom by you know like all the parents and whatever went out and held the held the line for this whatever for the the Monethrin. Monethrin, yeah exactly <laughs> Monethrin type type thing. Where they're where they're holding the line, but you know the only survivors were those those kids uh, kids and young younger adults that had to rebuild or something. Mm-hmm. Or, so know, ten years of really things. wacky craziness as there were no adults around. Yeah, just like just that that kind of like rebuilding or yeah. or different places where it's like you know Lord of the Flies, small yeah Lord of the Flies different just different um, yeah different mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, one thing one thing that you will note <laughs> is that um, Hasmond Day was a, a, a very big uh, giant population. Huh, big giant. Uh, they had a lot of like cloud giants, storm giants there, frost giants. They all kind of like congregated around that area. Um, they there was a lot of genasi of different types as well. Um, obviously, you saw a bunch of wind genasi, and uh, there were all of the elements were represented there, and then a smattering of other peoples as well. But those were like the primary uh, two cultures that you saw. So giants in general, or specifically like cloud storm. I mean, you you saw all giants there, all giants, yeah. yeah. But it was, I mean, they had their their what do they call it? It's like the they have a specific name for their hierarchy, and it's just the bigger giant, the better the council giant. Council of Bigs. The yeah. ordining. The the ordining. Ordining. Thank you. Yes, oh, that is exactly yeah. right. The ordining. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So understanding the ordering, or understanding yeah. the. You know what? That's that's two. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and was there any like special? Um, Connections that the Genasi would have to the Eternal Gale or to other elemental deities. Yeah, I mean they obviously like you could consider the Eternal Gale like the the father of the Wind Genasi kind okay, of thing. Got like a pass okay. down sort of thing. The Storm Father <laughs> and the Air Genasi's ourselves, bro. Yeah. Um, and like then, so <laughs> the night passes. The day uh, comes out, and up ahead of you is the cliff, the giant sheer cliff that falls off into the void um, forever or uh, you hit the river and loop back around <laughs> as the case may be depending on how you aim um, so you guys head in to like the really misty area and come out and Cascas uh, kind of orients himself as he comes out of the and he goes we about 30 miles north of border town he <laughs> so everybody, like, everybody gets a real hard uh, turn there 
How is how is bolt handling flying? Is it worse now or no? Actually, uh, I was just gonna say after finding out that bolt had crashed, Mm. um, uh, he would be feeling uh, probably a little more at ease uh, because now now there's no unknown about why why they're scared of flying. Yeah, Uh, and that was why. So yeah, so things would be here. You could crash. You already scratched that one. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, not do that again. Blame Helm. He was helming it. So it's his That's true. I'm in hell. Well, I was. I was the captain. So <laughs> I'll delegate blame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not everything falls to you. It's delegating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, about ten miles from the township, you all you all watch as from the fog bank a dark shadow starts to kind of reveal itself. Something is coming towards you. All right. I'll grab my bow. Yeah. Okay. The weapons. Okay. Um, is it still in the fog? Yeah, it's still in the fog. It's just, it's just kind of like a nebulous shape at this point. Keskes right. is watching it, and he's kind of trying to like steer away, but uh, the thing is gaining on you fast. And finally, the shape resolves itself into the hull of an airship that moments later breaks through the fog. Twice the size or more of the greatest treasure, it cuts through the air towards you, propelled by a dozen small glowing crystal ports. You can see the flags of the Arcanum fluttering as small, uh, sorry, as it closes in, and a deep voice, uh, feminine but deep, calls out. This is Adria Sunspear, aboard the Mnemonic Response. In the name of the Arcanum, lower all defenses and prepare to be boarded. So fresh. Mm. Scott, would you like to go get the airship for me? Sure. So we can show that off and show it. The mnemonic response? The mnemonic response. Adria Sunspear is her name. Mnemonic. Yep. M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C. As far as I can get it this week. Whoa. That's massive. Sweet. And if you want to grab the greatest treasure, so you can compare them. Sure. Nice. So twice the size or so, yeah. roughly. Yeah. Oh, and there's uh, here's I can guess this as well. So what are we doing? Are we? She said she's with the Arcanum. Yep. And it has the Arcanum. Yeah, it is flying thing. the Arcanum uh, symbols. How many people can we see on deck? Uh, right now, you cannot see any. You, They are higher up than you, uh-huh. so you're just seeing the hole and the cannons. They're not <clears> trained <throat> on you yet, but there are, like, cannons sticking out of the ship as well. I don't know if we want to get in a big fight with the Arcanum just not yet. <gasps> I don't think we have. We should Especially if we out. can't tell how many of them are up there. We've done nothing wrong. Found secrets that they don't want us to know. Tell me where someone on the top is not being very mm-hmm. honest and found out about our expedition. Not much we can do. Let's let them on board. Yep. Hands up. Okay. Bows down. I won't see anything. I tend to mess that up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys uh, settle down. Cascas puts it into park, basically. And um, soon enough, a like it kind of just comes up to the side, and a rope ladder gets rolled down, 
and a few figures uh, descend. A tall woman with tanned skin stands before you, uh, clad in glimmering gold armor and a full helm that covers even her eyes, leaving only her mouth and chin exposed. Hmm. Uh, said mouth frowns as she regards each of you, her hand gripping the haft of a well-made spear. Uh, next to her stands a halfling woman with a shock of short-cut wild brown hair, wearing a leather trench coat. A pair of goggles press, er, sorry, a pair of goggles hang around her neck, and a gigantic crossbow is strung across her back, looking far too large for her to wield. She's more stoic as she regards everyone until she lays eyes on Bolt. After that, she just stares at him in a mixture of shock and awe. And uh, the woman, the tall woman, speaks up and she goes. Who is the captain? Did you say there were three women? Uh, so the, the two women came down, <coughs> and then a, a, I think it was uh, three Archon guards. Oh, okay. Sounds right. And now the person in the, the trench coat, did we recognize them from another... The... Order Tom? Uh, no, you have not seen them before. Seen this person? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just point to Keskes. Keskes steps forward and goes, I am Keskes, this is greatest treasure. And she goes, you are in violation of the cordon that we have over the barrier. And Keskes looks to you like... <laughs> we've, we've been deputized by... Uh, by Champion, Champion Bright Star. Star. Bright. <laughs> what is it? Bright Star. Bright Star. Is it Bright Star Bright or Bright Bright Lance? Justine Bright Lance. From Border Town. Bright Star. Right <laughs> because down. you're a Saradon. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bright Lance. She's a Saradon. Not as Colby, not as Saradon. Colby is Saradon. No, I'm, I'm keeping it. I'm, I, I, I own the Bright Star family armor. And that's what I'm just going to call it from now on. <laughs> Bright Lance is like, make sure you tell everyone exactly where you got this and, and spread the legend of it. You're like, Bright Star. Got it. Got, got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you say that, uh, the halfling woman goes, you're the wayward watch? No. Yes. Well, only... Or criminals who stole their identity. That's really hard to do. You can't replicate this face, this hair, and this horn <laughs> quite easily. Have you ever Get seen another construct such as myself? Once or twice. Do you have a writ explaining this? Mm-hmm. We do. Actually... Um, contract my man. contract thing out. Okay. <laughs> Your contract bag of holding. That's all it does. Okay. And she takes it and she opens it up. And oh, wrong contract. Hold on. That's the wrong one. That was for 100 pounds of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Brie. Very well. Looks like your mission was at least partially successful if you are back or a complete failure. We'll need to debrief you. If you wouldn't mind surrendering your weapons and coming aboard the ship. Oh, I'm not Deep wearing any underwear. Goodness. <laughs> and I heard you say you say comments about it too. I don't want to give them out, but I will. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll hand over my. Symmetry. Okay. Uh, the guard comes up and takes it very delicately. It's like, she's one of these. <laughs> very hard. Hard to wield weapons. Be careful. Both ends. And Art, uh, Adrian just like looks at the rest of you. Yeah, I'll present my weapon. Okay. He goes, Hah! and then big bug <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's new. Hmm. 
What was you? What? Do <laughs> not <laughs> call it a snake hole. <laughs> what did you name it again? Snake hole. Tempered I, mercy. That's tempered mercy. Tempered mercy. Yep. I mean, we call it snake holes. Forgive me. Sometimes. Religious exemption. I'll show him my ring. I mean, you can have these other ones, but not these these other ones that are bonded to me. Very well. I'll give them, like, here's the daggers. Oh, man, I wish I had religious exemption. <laughs> you, you could become part of his religion. <laughs> we can start a cult. First convert. You're already in a cult. Yeah, I think it's just those two daggers that, that, that I'm not bonded with. So The halflings and you. I don't have anything I can give up. Heavily armored. Right, we can leave him on here action. if it's really bothering you. You want me to fillet his skin off? I mean, that seems kind of <laughs> cruel just for asking questions. I don't have skin. <laughs> his plates. I mean, he has a butthole now. Oh, that's right. He's a unicorn horse. <laughs> He's a normal person. Just like you and I. I'm sorry. Says, Please I'm ruining, I'm ruining the ascend I'm to the demonic response. <clears throat> Here, I heard you demonic You really response. need to <laughs> do some PR. <laughs> I told you I should not talk. <laughs> this is... And it'll be kind of like a they'll they'll split you up to where it's like a guard, one of you, a, a guard, one of you, you know, Adam, one of you, kind of thing. Because that's the only way to keep you guys from just riffing off of each other. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and so they'll Sorry. lead you onto the uh, mnemonic response, and uh, soon enough they'll lead you below deck, down to the uh, very bottom deck there. Whoa! Mm, I appreciate that you're doing the debriefing in private. <laughs> One of the guards like <laughs> sorry. Remember your training card. Remember your training. <laughs> I am a child. Uh, so they'll take you to a small room and they'll sit you down and they'll be like, We'll be with you shortly. And then they'll just close and lock you in the room. Are we all in the same room? Yes. You should detect magic and see. Let's take off our briefs. <laughs> It's when they you come in. Over. <laughs> we, already, we already finished the debriefing. <laughs> I'm gonna get up and start looking to see if there's like devices <laughs> while they're laughing and being I'm gonna be looking for devices to see if they're listening to us. Yeah. Oh. Can, I do, can I do an arcana check to see if they're encouraging this anymore? <laughs> so You're like, Fine, last one. Uh, yeah, so just to see if there's any yeah, like investigation uh, from Ezra Arcana from Bolt. Okay. Bolt. And not detect magic, just... I don't have to detect magic. Here. Oh, Investigation. A 12? 12? There doesn't appear to be, like, anything... There's no, like, bugs or anything 11. like that. 11. Yeah. There's there's magic on the ship. Like, you can you can feel that thrum of magic. Uh, you can tell that this isn't, uh, like, Cascas' ship. This is a, a standard solarium core. Um, and then the door opens up. And uh, a couple guards say, uh, who, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Wonderful. So I need everybody else to leave the room while I have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you, please. Oh, no. Oh, crap. We should have got our story way more straight than it is. If you Good luck. And, uh, well, thanks. Thanks for you your vote of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Eve, you're led by a couple our common guards into a small room with a table and two chairs. And uh, they sit you down, they close the door, they leave you in there for a few minutes to kind of stew, standard. And then uh, the door opens up and Adria walks in. And she sits Is she down. still wearing her? Yeah, she's still wearing okay. full plate armor. She's not wow. taking it off or anything, yeah. Uh, and she sits down and she says, several witnesses claim to have overheard you speaking to the innkeeper 
in Border Town about being a masochist. So I know you have no love for the Arcanum to begin with. Uh, tell me, why is a little girl who hates magic so much riding on an airship and traveling so far away from home? Um, well, a lot of that has to do with religious reasons. I'm a follower of the trio, and they have sent me out here. And she, she does have like a, a notepad and she writes something down and she goes, I see. So what was your mission to the Broken Expanse? They sent me out here to see what was causing these aberrant creatures to appear and attack those in an area. And what was the result? Well, we found a large, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, aberrant mind render. Found an aberrant mind render. Er? Mm -hmm. Render, just one okay. render. Yep. Found an aberrant mind render, which seemed to be the creature controlling all the little aberrant beings that have been attacking the towns, and we were able to defeat it. Impressive. Was there anything else that you encountered while you were out there? We did run into a Gearcracker clan. I'm not familiar with them. What were they doing out there? Well, it seems that they were um, attacking and killing uh, a sea whale. They had also imprisoned a group of kobolds, uh, which we were able to free. I will admit that we um, killed many of them, but they became hostile and attacked us. We were defending ourselves and in the process were able to free the kobolds. I see. And did you bring anything back with you? Bring anything back? Yes. Well, my weapon I found um, nearby that aberrant creature. We will have to have that checked to make sure that there are no issues with it being brought into an area proper. Anything else that you wish to declare that you brought back? Um, I also found a notebook um, from a paladin who owned the weapon before myself. Do you have that with you? I do. She'll wait and she'll take it and kind of set it off to the side. And is it anything else? Everything will need to be checked. That's it. Roll me a deception check, would you? Okay. Oh, I'm so nervous. Oops. Please, please. I rolled a natural one. Do you have inspiration or anything? I have all these. Yeah, you can roll one of them. So we are at six and eight. We're at eight. Oh, here's this for you. Thank you. That will be all for now. Would you uh, be escorted back and then let's say the member of the Eight Rings next? Very well. His name is Victor Odanta. Udanta. Something like that. Of course. Would you send him in? I certainly will. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Victor, you're up. Oh, no. I'm going by. Should I be playing the Death Panther? <laughs> yes. The Reigns of Castamere play. <laughs> Let's see, where's it? Okay. 
Okay. Uh, Eve comes back in to the room after 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, but before you can even get a chance to like talk with her. Actually, she doesn't come back into the room with you. Okay. They, they come and get you after. Okay. But they show her to a different room. You can see them leading her okay. to a separate room. And she will pause for a moment. This goes without saying, but they're leading you to a different room so that you can't uh, talk with oh, your companions. Sorry, I thought that they would. No, <laughs> no, my apologies. So they sit you down in a kind of your standard interrogation room. Okay. It's got a it's got a single table, a couple chairs, and uh, it smells. You you can smell kind of that same kind of oily wood that makes up most airships. Okay. Uh, however, there is a faint scent of it, it smells like summer almost, and that's coming from Adria. Okay. Uh, sitting across from you. And, and from her voice and the way that you describe her, is she an elf? Uh, you don't know what race she is. Okay. She kind so of speaks like, with a... Yeah, like she's got full covering on and everything, but okay. yeah, she kind of speaks with a little bit of a of a tilt that you can't recognize. Okay. okay. And uh, she snaps her fingers across the table from you after a few moments, sure. uh, getting your attention before saying, Disgrace to the Eight Rings. I have notes here from an Arcanum holdout in last stop about a blind knife dancer uh, leaving a trail of death in their wake of bounty hunting. What bounty are you hunting this far out? This far out? I am being uh, sent by Lady... This is my failing Lady... Crestor? Yeah. Lady Crestor, um, she had a missive. I'm not necessarily hunting anyone. But I am uh, in the employ of, of Eve. Uh, she is our leader, and I followed her commands. Should they, someone need help, I am at her command. And what are you doing here? What was your mission in the Broken Expanse? Our mission here was, was simple. Uh, we were supposed to... Um, th there was an attack, and we were supposed to find out why... What had gotten these, these creatures so up, upended and angry. Um, all the, the aberrances, I think they are calling them. Um, and so we, we offered help, the Arcanum, and we were uh, given the missive to from uh, Lady... Not Bright, Brightlands. <laughs> Lady Bright, uh, uh, Brightlands, she's asked, asked us to basically deputize us to help with this. And what became of the mission? What was the goal, or what was the outcome? Well... Um, we went and uh, we found that there were many, many, many of these aberrant creatures. Um, they were floating out and we killed as many as would come into contact with us. And we did find that there was a, a mother of sorts that was kind of controlling them, telling them what to do. So we, uh, we dispatched of this large, it had two mouths. We called the one Balth and Frelth. If you want to use the word, no, no problems. But, um, we dispatched of this creature, and uh, upon dispatching it, the rest of them began to eat each other, and uh, basically they died out in the area. Mm. So we believe, um, to bring this information back, um, and let you know that this seems to be some kind of weakness with these, these creatures that are attacking the towns. I see. Was there anything else you encountered while you were out in the Broken Expanse? Oh yes, we, we did run into some slavers. Um, they told us that 
um, when we encountered them first, they were very skeptical. They they thought at first that we were there to capture them. We didn't know. We thought maybe they were there on your command. They were they were hunting whales and they had slaves. And we dispatched of them. Uh, they it was not all of them. It was just one ship. I believe there's more out there. You're probably aware of them, but um, they're called the Gear Crackers. I see. And is there anything that you brought back from the Expanse with you? Um, experience. Nothing else. Um, I need to. <laughs> I believe. Um, I was the ca- remind me the cape came from. Uh, the the robe that you're wearing is is from the Broken Expanse, and so are Aram and Argentum. Okay. Uh, well, I did. Uh, we did come across a couple of things, of course, uh, during our our travels, and uh, I discovered this cloak and these daggers. Otherwise, I have nothing to declare. Other. Those will have to be checked to make sure that there is no issues with them. Yeah. But there's nothing else out in the Broken Expanse that you wish to. Uh, there's lots of rocks, lots of aberrant creatures. Roll me a deception check. Okay. Natural twenty. Okay. Uh, if you will need anything, I'm sure that that they would watch. We could uh, help you further. Very well. You're good to go. Thank you. They will take you to um, a place with Eve, and with then, Eve? Um, okay. if you could ask but I'm Saragon. Not gonna... You're not yet. And then, of course, don't tell anybody. Okay. Should have done that first. Should have done that first. <laughs> Always. Uh, bring Saragon in here. Okay. Saragon. So are Preston and I in the yeah. same room now? Yes, you and Preston are in the same room. Great. However, keep it quiet so that nobody else can hear. I should have done that. My, I didn't even realize that. You can just in your usual spot. We're just doing the. Uh... You're not giving anything out of me. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh, you mean this gate key? <laughs> you mean this gate? Physics okay. uh, is So after about fifteen minutes or so, um, <laughs> the guards come back. Uh, they motion you forward, okay. and as as they're leading you away, you see that they're leading a Victor into another side room, um, just uh, probably with Eve, you hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they lead you through the ship until you come to a small uh, room with a table, two chairs, and sitting in one of them is Atria. And again, she is clad in her full armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very hard to tell any sort of ethnicity um, or any sort of race for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just kind of you can just see tall her and, and you can mouth. Just see mouth and chin. Yep. In fact, I think even the chin might be covered if I... Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then she motions for you to sit down. I'll sit. And she, she kind of waits for a moment and she says, uh, I learned from my sources that you spent your time in Border Town harassing the innkeeper. Uh, Care to explain why witnesses said they saw a normally, normally unflappable woman brought to tears multiple times by you? Mm. <sighs> yes. Apparently she had been... Uh, well, she was the daughter of a woman who we'd met, and this woman had ravaged her village, and I was trying to console her, failing doing so, apparently. I see. And what were you doing out in the Broken Expanse? We were searching for whatever it was that was causing the disruption. When we were here, as I'm sure you know, 
some monsters kind of came through and we had to fight them all off. When we talked to to Champion Bright Lance, she said she could use all the help she could get. So she deputized us and sent us out into the Expanse to try to get to the bottom of whatever these monsters were, where they were coming from. And what was the result of your mission? Well, we found the, the Queen Monster. I don't know what to call it. It was this huge gargantuan thing with tentacled beard and and there were jellyfish with mouths. It was all very disgusting and frightening. But we killed it. And as soon as we did that, all of the leftover toothy jellies started fighting each other. The the island upon which it was housed began to collapse and we ran for our lives. Fortunately, our friend Keskes was there with his ship, uh, caught us just in time, and we made our way back here to report to uh, Champion Brightlands. Was there anything else that occurred during the, your journeys? Anything else you encountered? Sure. We found a um, there was a clan of slavers. Well, not really slavers so much as they did have slaves, but um, they were whale hunting and I don't know who knows what else. They called themselves the Gear Crackers. Gear Gear Cracker Clan. This might be the first time in my life I remember the name. I see. <laughs> and. Was there anything that you brought back from the Broken Expanse? Hmm. I believe we found a little money. Mm. Uh, Eve, Evie, the first one that you spoke to, she's sort of our leader. Mm. She found a weapon. That was a, it was, it was, it was this, well, you saw it. She tried it. I'm, I'm aware of what she found. I was asking what you found. Ah. No, I didn't find anything in the Broken Expanse. Go ahead and roll me a deception check, would you? Deception, deception, deception. Hmm, nine. <laughs> okay. Anything else you'd like to declare? Hmm. No, but I look forward to getting back to, uh, to Border Town. Where is, uh, Madam? Where is Champion Brightlands and all of this? And why? She is currently on patrol. Ah, and you haven't seen her, spoken with her? I haven't spoken with her in a few days. Hmm. Obviously, because if you had, I don't suppose we'd be getting interrogated. Hmm. They'll take you back to a room, if you could send in Ezra. Will do. Thank you. How much did, he, how much did Tori tell you? Oh, nothing really. She just okay. said they were asking what we found okay. in the Broken Experience. Okay. So. Okay. Just in your usual spot. We're just all right. <clears throat> So after about 15 minutes, the sorry, there's a there's a shifter among the guards and he's itchy. Yeah. Um, after about 15 minutes, uh, the door opens back up and the guards motion for you to join them. Right. Uh, as you are being let out, you see Ceridon being put in a side room, uh, but she's gone too quickly before you're able to make any sort of uh, comment or anything to her. And they take you down the hallway and into a small interrogation room. Um, there's a single chair for, uh, for you, 
one across from it for Adria, and there's a small table between it. And she motions for you to sit down. Again, she is wearing her full armor, uh, very uh, much unable to kind of tell any of her general features. It's kind of just like the mouth, right? Yeah, it's it's sort of dark knight-ish. And she takes a few moments, just kind of sits there in silence with you. Before she says, Your father, Trevin, was suspected on more than 20 different charges over his lifetime, and eventually brought in under possession of an illegal magic item. So I'm not really surprised to see you in here. Tell me, who did you bribe to get those charges dropped? I didn't bribe anyone. The truth prevailed. And I don't see how his charges are relevant as they were, as he was proven innocent. Of course. And now here you are doing work for the Arcana, which was a goal of yours at one point, if I remember correctly. Uh, one point, yes. Yeah. A lifetime. <laughs> and she goes so what were you doing here what was your goal in the broken expanse well I'm now with this group the wayward watch looking to make money and we figured border town would be a good place to find a job and um, we were approached by uh, bright lands about a potential voyage into the broken expanse something that she deemed maybe too dangerous for the Arcanum, or at least we were expendable. And what was your goal? To find out why there were aberrant creatures pouring through and attacking Border Town and I'm assuming other places in an area. And did you? We found the source. We killed it. But that's about it. And was there anything else that you found in the Broken Expanse? Oh, let's see. We found a mirror. We found a little bit of money, a scroll of revivify, a potion of healing, a potion of superior... No, my... uh, I can't remember what it's called. Maximum power. Um, And who has these items now? I'm not sure, to be honest. I'm just distributed amongst us. Mm. I might even have some of them. Is there anything else that you found out there? Not that I can recall. Can you roll me a deception check? Sure. Um, Deception. It's probably not good. Where is deception? Uh, A nine. A nine? Okay. So there's nothing else that you'd like to declare? Hmm. Let's think. Uh, Eve, my companion, found a weapon. I am um, aware of what Eve has discovered. I think that's about it, if I'm being honest. Very well. They'll lead you back to your room. All right. And then if you could go ahead and have Scott come on down. Mm-hmm. Bolt. Yes. You wait as and watch as each member of your party gets sent in and then kiss, kiss, and then hug. And you're waiting about 30 minutes after Hug has left the room, just kind of sitting in there on your own, when the door opens up and a single guard says, if you would follow me, please. All right, go ahead and stand up, follow him out. Okay. Uh, so you are led to a small room. There's a, it's kind of your standard interrogation room. Uh, there's two empty chairs, a table, 
and they just kind of motion for you to sit down and then they close the door and you wait in there for a few minutes uh, before it opens and is there that scene of me like standing up and like tapping on the camera and like <laughs> looking through like the, looking under the looking table the dual glass like, and everything <laughs> yeah. nope uh, <laughs> I mean if you want to you can you can sit there and spend the no. time wisely um, after several minutes the door opens and the halfling steps in and the, one, the one we saw yes the, the one that, uh, with the goggles and yeah the crossbow. Uh, she doesn't have the crossbow on her she just has the goggles and she closes the door behind her and sits across from you, adjusting her seat before smiling weakly. And she says, thanks for waiting. I'm, I'm supposed to be asking you some questions, but I'm not really going to bother. Hadrian doesn't even consider you sentient, to be honest. So your answers wouldn't really be worth anything to her. Anyway. A little rude. I agreed, but um, she said you didn't have feelings anyway. So, uh, But I, I, I wanted to know about you. Um, oh, by the way, my name is Callie Talks. I am... Um, the lead artificer for the Arcanum. Oh. Uh, I came out here when I heard about the situation with the with the uh, watchtower, and I've been helping repair it. And, um, I brought the, the. This is my ship. Uh, I'm kind of commander of it. Oh, I, so Bolt kind of perks up a little bit when he hears artificer. Uh, I, I too am an artificer of sorts. I've created some. Like my armor, my, I, my gauntlets here. They're very well made. Um, I was actually just curious about you as a, per, a person. Um, was you're rather unique among uh, people I've encountered in an area. And there's just something about you that makes me want to know more. Can, would you mind sharing a bit of your story? Uh, absolutely. Um, do you want me to just go through it, or do you want to... Um... Yeah, like what do you what do you tell her? Um, so I would tell her about uh, roughly seventy four years ago. I I awoke beneath a city of Manaport uh, in their famous junk piles. Basically, oh. um, I don't remember much before that. Uh, although lately, I have been starting to remember certain things. You lost your memory. I did, yes. 74. 74 years ago? We keep messing it up, but yes. <laughs> 78 years ago, yeah, I think is what I said. Yeah. Um, I don't remember anything before that, but I have recovered bits and pieces that I've been able to piece together or have been able to um, to, to see in sort of a vision or dream, uh, which is kind of odd since I don't normally dream. Um, I would imagine not. Uh, and so I'm going to go ahead and tell her... Um, about like and I'm gonna show her the, the oh, okay. I have my chest uh, mm -hmm. panel slide open and the core with the the piece of or the memory fragment yeah. in there. Um, and uh, as soon as you open the hatch, she just like kind of scratches herself. She jingles. <laughs> um, she gets gonna see inside of him. <laughs> she gets quiet and stares at it for a moment. And then she reaches underneath her smock and she pulls out um, a ne the necklace she's wearing and hanging off the end of it is a fragment. Ooh. And she goes, I've had this ever since I woke up 78 years ago. So I'm gonna sit and think for a second. Um, think back to, does her name? Or not her name. Does her voice sound familiar from the from the vision I had uh, 
mm-hmm. where it was the group of people talking about yes breaking the now, now that you've got like the context of it yes, yes they do sound familiar and Helm did refer to one of the people as named Cal that's I'm looking at it right here yeah she was it the feminine voice or intelligent voice uh, the feminine voice okay um so I'm gonna go ahead and just relay the whole like the whole kit and caboodle uh that at least my story mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna talk about the the get the memory fragment from was it uh, Helm? Helm. Mm-hmm. Get the memory fragment from Helm, and um, anyway, and and everything that I've, everything that's kind of related to that up to this point, mm-hmm. uh, including like any of the, all the visions. Right. Do you tell her about what your recent discovery? Yes, I am actually gonna. You are going to. Yes, uh, I think Bolt. I think Bolt has um, uh, feels some kind of familiar kinship with with this person, um, especially because. The same thing happened with Helm. Mm-hmm. Got the fragment. Or found Helm, got the fragment, um, and um, got a bunch of memories back of, of that. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going out on a limb and then going to trust her and just be like, this is this is what the most recent vision that I received or information. And I'm going to tell her about the crashing and um, I'm going to tell her about Helm, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, I have a feeling that if you have that fragment and have had it all this time, along with uh, Helm, the other companion that was on the ship with me, I have a feeling you may have been on the ship with me as well. But it's part of you. And she takes it off. She goes, I haven't parted with this in years, but do you know, do you remember why you would have it? I don't. I don't remember anything beyond waking up and the Archonum asking me questions and then recruiting me. Hmm. And you said 70 to 8 years ago you've had it? And you, I don't, mean, you don't look very old? Give or, give or take, right? We always, like you said, we keep screwing up. The sure. Time, right? I think it's 78. 78 was when you woke up. Yes. Probably about eighty or so, is what she would say, which is around the time frame. Yeah, yeah. And, and she said, "Well, I, I, I assumed it was this that was keeping me young. I, hmm. I don't know." And she hands it to you. and She says, "I, I think it's yours. I, I can't." I'm, I'm gonna take it. Um, when I touch it, does anything happen? Uh, it it starts like, like it starts like giving off waves of magic, and it feels like it belongs inside your chest cavity. So if if I'm going to have a vision, I would like everyone else to be here for it, so I'm going to hold off on uh, letting it okay. uh, attach to the core, mm-hmm. the memory core. Because okay. it's, it's one of four fragments, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Callie takes a moment, and then uh, she stands up and she comes around, and there's kind of a moment of hesitation, and then she just, like, wraps her arms around your waist, and she says, I am so glad thank all the gods that I'm not actually alone. I'm sorry. And then she like pulls back and shakes herself off and I I, I don't know what came over me. It's quite alright. I've felt alone pretty much my entire existence as I remember it. And 
I felt similar uh, feelings once uh, when, I, when I found Helm. Um, and I did tell her that he's off, uh, <laughs> off uh, doing his thing. Yeah, um, I can't remember exactly. He was going to look. He for... was trying to find the ship. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I that you've given me a lot to really think about. Um, do Do you know what's going to happen to my companions? I would like to would like to see them uh, delivered safely back to Bordertown. I I want to say it's my decision. Ultimately, uh, Adria is here as uh, a voice and hand of Hanabrasis, but it's mostly just to watch over me. Technically, I'm in command. Um, mm-hmm. You don't seem like you're hiding anything. I mean, other than what you've told me. Did you tell her about the full? Oh, I, I would have told her. I would have told her uh, all of our stuff in the in the broken expanse. What mm-hmm. we've done. What about um, the exposition dump specifically? Um, I would have told her at least the that there was a city. Mm-hmm. Um, Hasmonday. Yeah. Has Monday or Hasmoday? Hasmonday. Monday. 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 Okay. Like Monday. Like Monday. Yep. Okay. Um, um, told her about that. Told her about uh, my crash mm-hmm. or our crash, I guess, in yeah. this case, uh, along with the meteors that destroyed the city. And then I would have told her about the the uh, the god. What was his name? Again? The Eternal Gale. The Eternal Gale. Did he have a name? Name like that? That is his name. No, so I was told him about the Eternal Gale, and how uh, he regaled the story to us, retold it to us the, about the, the about crash. Yeah, not but not about the planet and area. Not yet. Okay. Like um, I think part of Bolt would have wanted to try to tell her, but um, they're not exactly sure if if I can fully trust them yet. Mm-hmm. Um. Pretty positive that we can, but um, I think I think we're just gonna play it by ear okay. for now and hold, and hold on to that, hold that information close to the chest along with the fragment. Okay, but not in the chest. Yet. No, not yet. Okay, I'm, just, uh, I'm literally so, holding it like in my hand uh, to if there's any light or anything off, but I want to block it with okay. with my hand. All right. Hmm. So Callie stands up and she says, uh, or well, she straightens herself out and she says, uh, the guards will take you to the rest of your companions um, and then. I will be with you shortly to give you the Archon's decision. Uh, honestly, this was supposed to be just a debriefing. You don't have anything to worry about so long as okay. you didn't try to like hide anything major. No, um, I hope that later on we can like, spend some time and, and discuss, I guess, everything. I'd like that. Your life as you know it since you woke up. You know, have you ever... I have many questions. So insane. But um, yes, please. And then uh, the guard will take you. Thank you for taking care of this. Whatever, whatever reason you have it, whatever. Why? Why it was? I hate the word. Why it was taken from me and and given to you? uh, I, I don't know. Obviously. But I appreciate you holding on to it and not letting it fall into being lost or someone else's hands. I I am attempting to try. I want to piece together everything that happened. Perhaps I can find out if we have any other companions or anything. And I I referenced the one vision where there's four voices that I heard. I'm aware of stories of one other 
similar fragments in my research. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps I could tell you about that sometime. Yes, uh, maybe when we get back to town, if you are. Yes. I would assume you're probably going to escort us back. Uh, we are on our way to Borgatown. Okay. Great. Okay. okay. And if you want to go ahead and bring everybody in, as I lead you to the room. You have all been waiting in this room. Um, you were let in Eve, then Victor, then Saradon, then Ezra, then Kaskas, and then Hug. And after Hug, it it's about a half an hour and 45 minutes of waiting around uh, before the door finally opens and the guard leads Bolt in. That took a while. Are you all no. right? I think Bye. so. I, um, and I open my hand, and in the hand is uh, one of my memory fragments. It appears that the halfling woman, who was named Callie, had this on her person as a necklace. Why is she one of your friends? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm hoping that I can, whatever, whatever memories are stored in this, I can recover and maybe figure out what what her relation uh, to me is. Well, what, what, put it you, in your chest hole. Yes, put it in your chest hole. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I guess I'll uh, I'll go ahead and open the panel and, and yeah. put it, it in the... It uh, kind of spirals around the other one a bit before hole. they clink into place. My chest holes. <laughs> My chest holes. <laughs> and so they're all kind of like pyramid shaped if I remember correctly. Right? Yes, they're like, yeah. yeah, they're like... Yeah. And they, they fit together, and uh, it actually almost looks like one's on top of the other. It doesn't look like they're just connected going around, so mm -hmm. it's weird. Um, and then, because everybody's in the room together, you all get a shared vision, because that's, we're going to do that. That's fun. Yeah, I was I was thinking about, like, do I just, like, take it and, like, put it in? I'm like, no, I want, I want everyone here, <laughs> just in case. So, you are standing on the deck of an airship that cuts a path through the Astral Sea. Behind you, Helm, Helm calls out a course correction that reverber uh, wow, I can speak tonight. Reverberates through the ship's communication tubes. You can see a man standing off to one side of the deck, staring out at the sea of stars as he sharpens a silver-headed hand axe. But before you can go speak to him, a small voice comes out calls out from beneath the ballista emplacement at the bow of the ship. Bolt, could you help me with this? As you approach, Callie slides out from under it, her body lifted by a small set of mechanical legs to allow her to slide under things easier. She points at the heavy rope, pulled taut and waiting, before saying, I need you to hold that for me while I work on the triggering mechanism. I can't test it fully if it's not cocked. As you pull it back, she says, I know, this is just a scouting mission and we aren't expected any combat, but you know how the Astral Sea can be. I'm hoping we don't have to use this baby, but or any of the other cannons we have. But uh, I'd be lying if I didn't think it'd be quite a sight. After a few minutes, she finishes and gives you a thumbs up, letting you slide the rope back into place as she crawls out from under it and wipes her hands on her pants, looking much the same as she does 30 years, or sorry, 80 years later. She gives you a dazzling smile and says, that should do it, Captain. Was there anything else that needs my attention? The vision begins to fade and you find yourself sitting back with your friends. What'd you see? You all saw you, it. It oh. was a shared, yep. a shared vision. That was insane. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen stuff. Wasn't that uh, the same halfling? With the crossbow, yes. Yeah. Is her crossbow the same 
this then that'd be huge. That's not that's not right, is it? I like how Ezra's Roll me like, a perception check, would you? Uh, Ezra's like, she had a big crossbow. Big bow, yes. Um, oh, 21. The shape looked really similar. Kyle, I think she's carrying around a big ballista. Wait, was she, she did, she did ballista, say she was a... What's her name again? Callie. Callie, Callie is Ballista Callie from... is my uh, drag name, by the way. <laughs> Callie the big love... Baby. Is Callie the love of... Uh, Yelton? Mm. I don't think you it's the same. You would be fabulous in drag, by the way. Different? Yeah, Callie? No, that was Cassia. 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 Um, right. she, so she did were... say she was an artificer. Perhaps she's got some sort of did, did, way to wield it. She, she doesn't just... remember you? She didn't say she did. She didn't say anything when she, she just gave you the crystal. Did and... she blink Morris code for a help? Economy is evil. No, no. Um, she did. Uh, she did. She gave me a hug and, and explained she didn't understand why she wanted to but felt that it, it could be that important. so perhaps memory her wipe. memory has been erased as she well. says she doesn't remember anything previously to when she woke up which was you didn't remember at the same time either. as you yeah you don't think but helm did why is that helm's the bad helm guy. didn't remember he didn't remember everything but he did remember bringing bolt to uh, uh big town yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't really remember much before that. Yeah. He just got inklings that uh, okay. Bolt might be the captain. Yeah. So, you were well, sailing on the Astral Sea, doing what? Coming from where? Going where? Your questions are as are you even valid as mine. I don't know. How, how far alien. was the vision? Like could, we saw the Astral Sea. Yeah. Like in its. Yep. What did it you, smell like? What did the Astral Sea smell like? Yeah. You couldn't smell. Wait, yes. actually, Bullhead does have smell yeah. receptors. Dang cool. it! Um, it it kind of has a a wavy, chaotic effect, almost like smelling all this. So one at one minute it could be sheep, and another minute it could be a giant slime fox. You never really can tell. It's the it's worst. Just, smell. It's just a soup of birdie bots. Every flavor. <laughs> <laughs> every flavor smells. Every I flavor wonder. Smells. Uh, if, if there was some sort of fight that you got into and that's what caused whatever hole you broke into the sky. It wasn't a mutiny, was it? Or I just it? don't know. We need to find another one of those crystals. I agree. I would like to find the other two. Perhaps once I've got them all, I can... Why were they, why were they interrogating you for so long? We were talking about that. No. You got interrogated by the halfling? Yes. Uh, Lucky. I did not. Yeah, she, she <laughs> seemed much nicer. I had lady smiles. She yeah. was mean. She kept, she kept asking I about... Mean, my interrogation was quite pleasant. You were debriefing, if you will. No, yes. no waterboarding no, on my head. I don't wear, I don't wear any briefs at all, <laughs> so, so I didn't have to be debriefed. <laughs> they tried to remove sense. a few fingernails. I was... They just wanted to know uh, what, uh, what, what we found in there. I just Same. told them... A little bit of money, your weapon, some scrolls, a potion. Mm. I forgot I those things. My cape. I uh, said there was a revivifier and maximum power. power. That's it. Oh. And money. I forgot about those things. Way to go. Easy. Oh, they're going to confiscate them. Well, I still have them on my person. Well, they did say so, that they want to inspect them. There's a potion tax for 20% of it. They asked me who had them, and I said I can't remember. I might even have them. I don't know. And that seemed to work. So the door opens up. 
and uh, three Arcanum step in. Uh, one of them is wearing the, the robes of uh, Magus, the Law Mages, and the other two appear to be kind of those uh, medic types that you saw at the battle, Bloody Fountain. Um, and they say, we are, we're here to inspect everything, just to make sure that there's no uh, issues coming back, you didn't contract anything, um, if you would be so kind. Oh, this is the debrief sheet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not invasive, so you should oh. you should be okay. What do you need? We Someone, were promised okay. pants would be off. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so, who is it? I mean, if you were you started. Chop, chop. Hug is like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what do you need? A urine sample? What is this? No, um... Yeah, and the the two medics to go around and they 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 cast uh, detect poison and disease on each of you just to make sure that there are no like you're not bringing anything in oh. from did, outside. Did they find anything? I was hoping for something different. No, they do not find okay. any uh, disease society. We're not carrying like, like an aberrant worm. Or an aberrant like worm. Yeah, exactly. Have you guys ever had to have like one of those pat downs at the airport? Yeah. Oh yeah. Every time friendly? I go, you were hoping I get that? one of those things <laughs> set off, and I it's always like the, my before. butt pocket. And I was like, I guess. they like uh, yeah. it's. Right I'm like, like yeah. those. That's areas like, that's that should not be touched. Treasure chest. Stay that's away. Me treasure chest. <laughs> that's me treasure chest. <laughs> and um, that's me cracking. That's, <laughs> that's me snake hole. Leave it alone. Anyhow, so after just space TSA. Yes, it is. After the medics uh, finish, they nod to the magus and they step back, and he goes, "I'm going to need any additional items that you found in the broken expanse so that I can examine them as well." And he just points to a space in the center. So be like, yeah. yeah, she'll take out the potion and the scroll. I think that's all that it's I every remember. action movie. There was There's like also two healing potions, a scroll yeah. of revivify. Uh, if you start power. pulling out the money, they go. Don't worry about the gold. That's fine. Yeah, I'll pull out the like. I have something that Corey reminded me that I could have used that I totally forgot, amongst many other things that I forgot to do in the last episode. <laughs> uh, the elemental summoning stone. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Where I can it's summon the elemental to help us fight. Mm. Um, also, there was a hand mirror. Whoever has that, I have so that. Yeah. Well, you showed it to the Benji. Mm -hmm. There was yeah. a the locket. <clears throat> yeah, with the yep. medic skin bag. There, they go. Well, there's you a are treasure hunters after all. Um, yeah, we got the journal already. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, they the Magnus steps forward and he kind of like does a quick like uh, arcane symbol over his eyes. And you can see them glowing behind the goggles that uh, they wear. And he just starts like examining everything. And he looks up at the, the robe of useful items that you declared as well. And he goes, well, oh, everything seems in order. All right, I will go let them know. And hopefully uh, you'll have uh, more information soon. Thank you. And he leaves and so do the medics. They're being a little too nice. Getting tired of something. Getting tired of the bureau. I was also told that what was the main lady's name? Champion Bradley. Adria Sunspear. Oh, the new lady. Sun, uh, yeah. Sunspear. Adria Sunspear. Adria said not to interrogate me because she doesn't consider me a person. <gasps> Did you show, show, <laughs> show, show your butt? <laughs> <laughs> we established you are a person now. Yeah, you're really winning me over to like that. <laughs> um, and then also, Which she also told Callie, oh, yeah. don't, don't worry about it. He doesn't have feelings anyway. Yeah. Ooh, well, now she's insulted my friend. Mm. And I want to punch her gross teeth. 
I didn't like her in the first place. She had Honestly. really gross teeth. Well, of all the features to show off, why those nasty yellowy fangs? Oh yeah, because she has a help, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm, okay. a, I'm gonna. I'm I do gonna, want to say for she, the audience the that the mouth she of had kill it teeth. Nope. She's the mouth of Sauron. So hideous. Victor's gonna take a deep breath and smell. He smells the wood. Does he smell like the summertime? Anywhere nearby that might be eavesdropping on this conversation. No. Okay. Uh, I, I don't it. like sun spear. Yeah, Victor came into the interrogation room and just went. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we're good. Okay, I've got your <laughs> scent. <laughs> Investigation. <laughs> no. uh, after about another hour of waiting around, um, and an a, hour, mm-hmm, and then a rousing rendition from <laughs> Hug of a full hundred. Uh, Kegs of ale on the wall, uh, <laughs> an old and an old ogre tale, but not in the correct order. No, not from a hundred to one, just no. like random numbers. Yep. And he ended like five verses in, so it wasn't really that. I long. was I was wondering what happened to the family of uh, badgers that you used to sleep with. Oh, they are not like doing. That. <laughs> Sorry. They're doing great. They're not um, dead. No. Oh, good. good. No, they wanted to come with, but I told them to stay. Oh. I had to throw a rock at them. Not a uh, big rock, just a tiny. You check to make sure you didn't hit them. A small rock to you is a pretty big rock to a badger. <laughs> I made sure not to hit him. That was very. I'm kind of worried now. <laughs> We're gonna get back. And <laughs> just, just, just a family actually killed him. Oh, no, I made myself feel bad. <laughs> um, the door opens up, and the guards say, uh, "If you would join us up on the top deck." So you uh, head up the stairs, you end up on the top deck, and you find yourselves in Border Town. Hmm? Uh, you're, you're in that kind of landing field, the greatest treasure is just off to the side. Unmolested, not torn apart. Yep. And Unmolested, it looks like it may have been like a couple of the crates look like they've been opened, like they uh, went through the area, <clears throat> but uh, it looks like they just kind of towed it along behind them. Okay. Uh, and standing on the top of the deck is the full complement of the Arcanum uh, that are there, which includes uh, the Law Mage, the two medics that you saw, uh, just a car, and six guards, as well as Adria and um, Callie, the halfling woman, who is, they're all in full regalia with weapons and everything now. And um, Adria steps forward and she says, after much deliberation and speaking with all of you individually, I have decided that we owe you our thanks. And she she kind of nods over to one of the guards who uh, reaches behind him and, and uh, grabs a small treasure chest and sets it down. And she says, your payment for your job well done. Perfect. Where's the, the guy that owes us money? Do we have our weapons back yeah. at this point? Okay. Uh, they will also hand you your weapon okay. back, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go to the chest and open it up. There's, there's a thousand gold inside. Nice. Champion Brightlance uh, is on her way back currently and wishes for you to stay in the town for a couple days to so she can thank you herself. But it's up to you if you wish to leave. Personally, it doesn't matter. We could use the rest. I need to visit May, and I want to get paid. Oh, mm. do you still have her kimono? I give it back, but oh, okay. <laughs> Except for one thread. Victor's rubbing <laughs> off on you. You know, I was the matchmaker. I 
Have you found any love recently? <clears throat> Victor doesn't know how to pull the love tree. Me. You can have this conversation. Does Adria's cheeks blush? No, she's very stoic. And she says, personally, I would recommend discretion in everything that you saw in the Broken Expanse. Absolutely. You, you can count on our discretion. Well, most of us. M- may I ask, um, and I, I, I would maybe say this like under my breath, because there's guards and things, right? Uh-huh. Do, you have, do you have plans to pursue this Gearcracker clan we told you about? We have informed Champion Brightlands, and she will formulate a response to it. Excellent. You also need to watch out for aberrants, and there's, there's extra floating around in there that might end up becoming a problem later on. Yes, I think now that the main threat is gone, we can expand our missions into the Broken Expanse a bit more, as far as the Arcanon is concerned. And might I ask, uh, will you be, will you continue having the Walla up? Yes, the wall remains up so that we can make sure that nothing gets through that isn't supposed to. Just out of curiosity, you never told us, you are champion, Sunspear? I am hand and voice of Lord Hanabrasus himself. Ah. Ooh. That's Greenwood, right? Uh, no, that is uh, Hanabrasus is the dragon. That's right. Yeah. One of the triumph. Order. Yep. I thought he was Order. Order, yes, sorry. Hand and voice. Well, um, tell him hello for us when you see him. I will not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're not fun. And Kelly says, um, thank you all. Have a wonderful time and good luck in your adventures. Uh, b- perhaps you'd like to join us for a drink or something sometime? Um, I might stop by the inn a bit later, but I'm currently um, in- engaged in making sure that everything runs smoothly on my ship. Thank you, though. Um, and she kind of, like, glances a little bit at Adria, who kind of glances back at her, and they share, like, a moment of, like, tension, and uh, she goes, maybe another time. Well, well Adria, I very much enjoyed our time together. Thank you. Oh. Now I'll start walking out. Why? Uh, now she she's the other <laughs> Gross teeth lady. No. Oh wait, Adria. I'm confusing she's names. She's the teeth lady. The other one was Callie. Yeah. Callie's a half one. Yeah. Once again, immaculate teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Gross teeth lady. Azra has a warped definition. That's of true. What, you are a half orc. Yeah. Of what <laughs> constitutes like, a good teeth. She has no tusks. It's really they're too white and straight. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Uh, yeah, but you guys can leave the ship. Okay. Hey, let's do let's it. Let's go to the. Let's go to the. Um, go to the end. Well, where was the? Place oh, that we, we had made, the guy. It was the, the merchant. The, the merchant uh, guy. Oh gosh. <laughs> Who wrote it down? We probably yeah. remember how to. I, have, I, I have a receipt. I wrote it down for sure. Betting. A receipt. I, I lost my bet, so I guess I can give up. Some you can share. Darod Durskin. All right. Is he still in town? So. That's actually what we're going to talk about, money. Um, I, I've been, I've been debating on this, <laughs> not because I want to keep you from money. I, I have, I have it in my head that a character who owes that much, upon hearing that you guys have all arrived back, which having arrived with the Arcanum means the town knows about it, mm-hmm. might get the inkling that it's time to run yeah, away. Pay up. Yeah, well, because he either can't pay up or he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. I am not going to decide that one way or the other on my own. I am going to leave that up to the dice on whether or not 
he is honorable because I do not want to keep you guys from a huge payday. But I mean, either way, we're going to track him down. At the <laughs> very least, he's giving new, us the deed to his building. <laughs> new main antagonist. Yeah. So here's how it's going to work. Uh, a 10 or lower, and he has run. Um, at 11 or higher, and you get to the shop, and he is there. Okay? Okay. Hold on. Let's put a box in front of him. Roll. Ready? Roll. Roll. Yes. So you arrive at uh, the general store, which I don't believe it had a specific name. It was a general specific. Uh, (laughs) I just have a general store. It's probably the only one in town, so. Uh, Let me look up. I I think I wrote everybody's. Yolda, the broom riding goblin, teaches kids magic and dangers of. Um, pink, I just stopped. I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> I love old notes. Boater. Not so, Boater. Border this, one, this is the one. Boater Town. Place. That's a different place. Branderwine, Road Inn, Orphix, Ship Repair, Balin's Bank, The Watchtower, Justine Brightlands. Nope, it's before here. Um, I believe it was an issue. You had a dream about a temple. What issue was it? 25? 27. 27. That was, yeah, 26, 27. 26 or 7. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dragonborn and their I daughter. Bet, I bet 500 gold pieces I'm coming back alive. Right and it was, store. it was 10 to 1 odds, right? Or 100, 100 to 1 odds. 100 to 1 odds. 50,000 gold. Um, so <laughs> you, you arrive at the general specific store. <laughs> so much. Open up the doors and uh, walk into the three-fingered uh, dragonborn, Darod. Mm. And he looks up and his uh, green scales go even greener. <laughs> and he goes, you're back. All of you are back. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You You lost your copper. 50 copper. Ah, um, Here's my, here's your winnings. Congratulations. (laughs) I already had the 50, you know, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Take everything I could get at this point. Um, I honestly did not expect you to return. Congratulations. I'm glad to see that you're all safe, of course. The matter of payment, I suppose, is what we're here for? Yes. Of course. We can right. do this in a lump sum or installments, but with interest. Um, That's if, quite if you would actually follow me to uh, Balin's bank, I'd be more than happy to uh, get the money out. I believe I have enough. Oh, okay. Um, and he, he like <laughs> puts on his bravest face and walks out of the store with you guys in tow. Um, you can see he kind of looks over across the way at the uh, the storage warehouse where his uh, daughter is sitting out, and she's just glaring at him <laughs> as he passes by. And Are we going to bankrupt this town? <laughs> We're going to overdraw the bank of this town? <laughs> well, they, already, they already overcharge everyone, including the Arcanum, for... Mm. Uh, for basically anything. Yeah. Well, they've, they've got plenty of so they'll probably able to sure people have bought for exorbitant amounts. Yeah. Uh, so they they you're, he leads you into the bank itself, and I forgot who actually runs it. You guys never went in Ever there. It's Balin's bank. Is it a, a member of the Hex clan? The, you mean uh, of the ba- of Clan Balin? Yes, yeah. it is a member yeah. of Clan Balin. Um, yeah, I don't have any which is know. very, you, you know, very far out from. Uh, Krig. 
a goblin named Krig kind of perks up and he see, as he sees uh, Gerard come in and then he sees the rest of you come in and he goes, oh. <laughs> it, seem, it seems you uh, uh, talked quite a bit about our little wager. Uh, yeah, he was uh, he was trying to get everybody to bet on this. I lost 50 gold, that's for sure. <laughs> but you gained 50 copper. Do you, ha- do you have 50 copper for me? <laughs> Just a portion. Uh, so Duran comes up and he goes, and he he writes something down on a piece of paper and hands it over to uh, Craig, and Craig opens it. What? <laughs> oh, seriously? And he, yes, yes, unfortunately. You guys are you guys are lucky. Let it be known. More skill, I suppose. The, the a little rod, of both, perhaps. The rod is the most honorable shop owner I have ever met in my life. Do you have any odd relatives? Because they will come out of the woodwork for this money. <laughs> this is, we need to keep it. I might. Low. I don't remember. <laughs> I hope we can find out. <laughs> Yours are all dead, right? Looks like you're dead. I hope we do find Mom, out. I hope they do come looking for you. Oh, no. Yes. Let's yeah. all the in my so. sister. Give anyone a thousand gold. This will take me a few minutes if you if you don't mind. They're not gonna come until he leaves. And he comes back in a moment with a large treasure chest, just dragging it out. And he he opens it up and there is just platinum inside. Just pure shiny jackpot, baby. My eyes just went ching. Can we get that in silver? They turn into little diamonds, like, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Not enough silver in the world, my friend. <laughs> they do the old tiny dollar sign. Yeah. Pops up. So Craig starts taking, and he just grabs, like, a handful of platinum, and he puts them in what appears to be, like, an old-timey sausage maker, and he just starts cranking it. And as he does, they start, like, filtering out and, like, being put into like bundles basically it starts bundling itself and he goes this actually really comes in handy today usually we don't get this much use out of it uh and he counts out he counts out the first two thousand platinum and he hands it to Dorod. Dorod takes it and kind of like whimpers a bit before he turns around and he hands it to Saradon. and <laughs> sorry i just need to do math wow. because i'm just mad that i didn't bet 500. i went on baby and then uh, again, the crank continues. It takes a few times this time, and he uh, scoops up the money, hands it to Dorod, and Dorod kind of, you can see like tears <laughs> brimming in his eyes as he hands it uh, 5,000 platinum to Ezra. <laughs> We're about to ruin this man's career. <laughs> I will never financially recover from this. Now, this is the moment when Victor decides if he wants to say anything about Sari dying. <laughs> I would kill you. So Our friendship only goes to 2,000 platinum. First of all, I intentionally said that in my voice, so it was not in the room. First of all, the bet is that we all come back alive. It didn't say that we couldn't die a thousand times and then be resurrected and come back, as long as we came back to town alive. My bet was that Sari would die. Mm -hmm. No, your bet was that Saradon was the only one coming back. Which almost Which happened. Almost <laughs> happened. <laughs> That's, That's true. Actually, I could have been yes. like, peace. <laughs> but and then you would have won a, a silver. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was bad trade. Uh, so again, the crank goes, and um, Gerard <laughs> kind of takes it, and he and he goes, "How much is left in there?" And, and Balin, or no, the the clan Balin Goblin looks at it and he goes, eh, "We're getting a little light, but I think we might be able to do it." And he goes, "Of course, of course." And he turns around and he hands uh, three thousand platinum to Bolt, and and then uh, and then he turns to you and he says, "You're a paladin, right? 
surely we could come to some sort of arrangement. Um, perhaps I could donate a bit to the church for you. Um, whatever, what, what church is it exactly that you serve? I expect you to pay me the full amount. <laughs> of course, of course. Right. Um, She's lawful after all. Would you would you like the rest of this hand, maybe? It's a beautiful hand. It's not... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just... Uh, yeah. And he takes the, the last uh, bundles, uh, and he, he looks into the treasure chest, and there's there's probably about... A moth we'll say, we'll say about a dozen or so platinum pieces left in there. <laughs> and he, he goes, here you are. Here's your 2,000 platinum pieces. Thank That's you. Funny. Well, we appreciate you being honorable, and... I'm very sure that you will regain this substantial amount of money you had just sitting around um, in due time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Feel free to raise your prices. Craig's <laughs> like, he better. <laughs> now, I believe, due to his honorability, we should probably endorse his business in some way to help him recover. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite story. Let's sit it out. So. Tell people that the Vavid Watch, when they come to this town, we exclusively uh, buy our general wares from your store. Uh, Trust me, everyone will hear of your tales. Now, if you'll excuse me, I believe my daughter is outside waiting to speak with me. Oh, the scary-looking one. Yes, that's that's her. Well, I would not want to be you. (laughs) (sighs) And he... He like kind of like straightens himself up, almost like he's heading to the gallows, and then he steps outside, and immediately you hear uh, dragonborn growls and yelling uh, heading on. It's it's basically roaring as as like she just starts berating him in uh, their their language, and which is dr- draconic, I suppose. Can anyone? No. <laughs> uh, so Craig says. So would any of you like to deposit your money today? Hmm. Well, if we deposited it here, could we withdraw it somewhere else? Do you have branches located throughout an area? Is this your only branch? This is the only branch. Hmm. I'll keep it on me. But how much would it cost to insure this money? There's probably going to be bandits. Insure that much money? I'm afraid it would cost twice that much money. Never mind. <clears throat> my boat will be my insurance. I mean, we, we could hire some band of mercenaries. Uh, we could hire ourselves. If you need anyone who could, like, protect you, you know, that needs some money. I hold. Um, also, we do <laughs> money changing services if anybody needs to exchange some of that platinum. But you're still paying him to be your friend? Of, uh, I think I'd rather <laughs> keep it in, in, in the current uh, denomination. Up to you. For now. But. I think I'd like to go shopping. We need to figure out what we're going to do with our newfound wealth. I know what I'm Sorry, doing. Before we start shopping, considering where we are, why don't we wait until we're in a, a different town. town? It's a little bit cheaper. Sure. Also, we should probably, probably out of this economy. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably just charge the Arcanum uh, some extra fees. We we will probably have to have a convoy come through with the uh, with some more cash. Hmm. Um, our good <laughs> friend uh, Adria Sunspear is actually good for it. I'm gonna walk really? out. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will talk with him. Hey, that's what she gets for being a Uh So, what do you guys do? <sighs> but with platinum pieces, so it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a total of 120,000 gold. Yeah. 
that's how much we made. Or right? platinum. No, gold, yeah. Yeah, 12,000 platinum. Yep. We got rich, guys. Mm-hmm. We, maybe we could buy a stronghold somewhere oh. and like uh, hire a mage to put a teleportation. Let's, let's go build there. one in a swamp and then it, it'll fall what over. What and if we build the second one in the swamp? Uh, and the single and keep. I'm not sure that's how that keep works. I don't know if it's like aren't land you, aren't anywhere. Aren't you like the ruler of it anyway? <laughs> For like five seconds. Before we give it back. Um, I would like to. We should um, buy something right in the middle. I mean, uh, that. With the big orb on top. <laughs> the, the I wonder how much it costs. Something tells me it's not for sale. Quite afford that. What if we bought? We'll start, a, ru- we'll start a rumor that it's haunted. Isn't Salisbury <laughs> kind of piratey bandit town? Right? Yeah. Southport? Maybe we should buy Southport. Uh, well, Southport is known for that. We uh, should buy Southport. The whole there town. is there is a different <laughs> pilfer is the one that is like your uh, uh, standard pirate city. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, so, something tells me that inflation is about to strike uh, magic <laughs> items for sale <laughs> from our <laughs> resident DM. <laughs> oh, I know I said that was 500 gold before, but I meant 500 mm-hmm. platinum. Remember when I said that uh, potions of flying were half of what they actually were? <laughs> They're back to the normal ah, price. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's full price. There's um, three thousand in today. I I, I I think we ought to go to the inn. I'd like to actually see if Terelia is um Okay. At the inn. Uh yeah, so you guys can head back to the road inn. I think is what it's called. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to look up border town again to be here. And Madame Terelia is at the bar. Um you can see that there's you know, a few patrons in here as usual. It's kind of just a smattering of Arcanum and non Arcanum, that sort of thing. Um, and she she looks up and and she goes. I'm assuming you're buying at least one drink on the house for everyone. For everyone, of course. Everyone. Not is, on is May here? Or is she for uh, yeah, she's she is uh, playing currently. Nice. I'll toss her a platinum. Yeah. She she Ooh, takes it and she goes. Oh, it's that kind of relationship. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, you're doing a great job playing. Jeez. Well, maybe it could be that kind of relationship. <laughs> I'm not joking. She, she does lean forward in the middle of her, like, strumming, and she gives you a kiss on the cheek, and she says, I'm glad you made it back. Thank you. Madame Tralia, like, sets down a drink, and... Uh, then start like pouring one for everybody. Watch uh, she she goes, "Are we doing meatstead tonight, or are we doing something a little uh, fancier?" <sighs> Top shelf. Top shelf. Chateau yeah. Moulin, please. Is that what it's called? See, mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually a different one for here. They didn't have Chateau oh. Moulin. I will re- I will remind you because I remember you guys asking <laughs> about it and then being like, "Oh, that's too rich. That's that that's." Uh, it is. Uh, Overwhite Chateau, which is an Archdom vineyard, and it's 15 gold pieces per bottle. And how many bottles would it take to get everybody a drink? (laughs) Probably, we'll say probably with the number of people in here, three. I'll buy one. Okay, 15 gold, 15 gold. There's a really cool, there's a really cool mount seller outside to you guys. Selling uh, <laughs> very special like spider mounts for twenty thousand platinum. I'll check and see if that uh, my friend that Eve knows that was this in, wasn't it? Uh-huh. I want to check and see if he's still in oh. town. Oh, the one that you oh, like, the, carved uh, your name into yeah, the, the door frame. No, he is not. He is not in town anymore. So 
Yeah, the I other wanna, pacifist. Can I do like <laughs> a maybe like a um, perception or I mean insight check to see how how um, Trelli is doing, like what her sure. state of mind is yeah. like currently. Natural twenty. Whatever, whatever she had been feeling the last time you were here, mm -hmm. um, it looks like she's fully suppressed it again. Mm. Yeah, which probably isn't a good thing, but like she can stand to be around you now, and she hands you the drink and gives you a smile. So about your hometown, that was destroyed. Remember how I killed your mother, yeah. <laughs> or somebody killed your mother that I know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just, she, I'm debating like she's officially gone now. <laughs> sharing with her what I, what has happened to me, but maybe let me ask this with that natural 20, like, do I have any sense of how she might respond to another attempt on my part to, like, share with her, like... A read the room check? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you get the sense that it's probably best to leave it alone. Okay. Uh, just because she's still dealing with basically years of trauma from mm. the fact that her mom was the the butcher of Bravell. Okay. Um, and and dredging up old wounds probably isn't going to be a good thing. Even if it is uh, to say that uh, your mom says hi. <laughs> Alright, I'll leave it. Okay. Uh, after about an hour, a couple of round of drinks uh, that you guys all have, uh, you order the, the nice uh, food, which we'll say uh, it's a nice, like, roast potato, and uh, they actually have some beef, so you get some, like, uh, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. So, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, dinner was just hunt. quite a few hours ago. <laughs> I haven't eaten dinner. I have subsisted on junk food. <laughs> it's not a good night for me. <laughs> um, the door opens, and a few of the Arcanum members from the mnemonic response come in, including Callie. And she'll, she'll go over, and she'll quietly order uh, some food, and then she'll over and say, may I have a seat? Please, join us. And she, she'll grab a halfling seat and sit down so that she can be at the same size as everybody else. And she says, uh, um, you're both uh, companions, correct? It's nice to meet you all, uh, unofficially now. Companions. They're, al they're also friends as well. Right. And the employer. This is this is Eve, Saradon, yeah. Victor, and Ezra. Nice to meet you. Where is that? Uh, this is Kelly. Kelly Toggs. Um, I'm head of the Arcanum's uh, research and development. Um, what What is your? Um, I never asked. What is your ranking with them? Technically, technically, I am uh, the a similar ranking to um, the other heads <coughs> of the towers. Um, technically, they outrank me just just a little smidge. But um, in reality, I kind of just run a team of 30 people and handle some of the support staff. Does she uh, have a bow with her? Uh, the crossbow? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty big bow you have there. That's what you tell all the girls. <laughs> mm -hmm. Only when it's true. The one playing the loot misses a note. And she says, I, yeah, I've had this... Um, well, it was one of the things that I recovered from when I woke up. From, I assume... Where did you wake up? Um, the Ungolan marshlands. I woke up in the wreckage of a ship, and the Arcanum were already around me. Were you the only one there? Uh, yes. Do you remember where that ship is? 
it was 80 years ago. Um, I know that they took a few pieces of it. Um, I incorporated a few into the pneumatic response. And, uh, of course, the, the ballista itself, and she kind of pats the, the crossbow. It, it took a little bit of doing, but I managed to shrink it down to a more proper size. It just felt right. I'm assuming you don't recall much from before you woke up? No, from what uh, Bolt tells me, um, something happened that we may have had a hand in, which is unpleasant to think about, but no, I don't have any memories before that. I'm, I'm aware of Bolt, and I know that I can trust him, and uh, he told me about Helm, and Helm seems like a decent enough uh, construct, and and then, of course, um, there was uh, the other uh, fragment that I uh, that I was able to kind of look into a bit. Um, which, by the way, I I only have a location, a general location. Um, it's there is a there's a village in the Verdant Farmlands, or the Verdant Verdant Lands is it called Verdant Farmlands? Ah, uh, it's that area. Yeah, <coughs> Verdant Farmlands. Verdant Farmlands. Farmlands. Yep. Yeah. I'm right. <laughs> I just forgot. Um, there is there's a village in the Verdant Farmlands that said to have a, a generational family that had an heirloom similar to this. Mm. Do you know the name of the village? Um, go ahead and come up with a name. Okay, I will come yeah. up with a name and let me know. And I will submit it for review. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you say she was alone or she had guards with her? Uh, the the other Arcanum walked in like a couple of the other guards from mm. her uh, ship. But they just kind of went off and sat down next to either another guard or on their own or at their own table. Um, Kelly, do you mind if we ask, um, do you know, uh, well, let's see. Do you know the memories that this crystal you gave Bolt contained? I, I don't, I, I mean, I know it's important. Um, every time that I've ever looked at it, I've known that I needed to keep it for some purpose. And when I found, when I saw bolts on the deck of the ship today, it was, that was when I knew that, that, that my purpose had been found. Hmm. Hmm. Not that I'm saying you're my purpose or anything like that. That's (laughs) awkward. I've I've heard stranger things. Um, I'm going to go ahead and relay. I had a vision when I connected it um, to my to the other piece that I have. To my chest hole. To my chest hole. Yeah. <laughs> chest holes. Yeah. And so do you relate the vision as well? I do. Yep. And I and I explained that we were together on the ship. Uh, you were working on the crossbow or the ballista. Uh, mm, I knew I liked it. We were in the astral sea doing some sort of scouting you mean, mission. You mean this was before the crash then? Yes, I assume so. And uh, I'll kind of describe the ship. Do I remember what mm-hmm. it looks like? Yeah. Yep. Does that sound familiar from the one you woke up in the wreck? Like it, if she can remember like what the bow looked like maybe or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it looks very, that sounds very similar. Yeah. She obviously has like a keen memory for artifice. Right. right. So, And um, the gentleman that you described with the, um, next to the railing, that with hand, the axe. Yes, yeah. um, that does corroborate with what I learned about that generational family. They were said to 
wield that as a an heirloom as well. Okay. So that's even more confirmation. Had you heard this? Uh, I mean, I don't mean to pry, but I'm going to pry. Of course. What What did you know as a member of the Arcanum about how the Broken Expanse was created? Nothing. They didn't really tell me anything about what the Broken Expanse was, other than it was a curiosity and they had to protect the rest of an area from it. Hmm. I, uh... Insight checker. Yeah, go ahead. So, hi. 22. She seems truthful. I I know that I helped uh, develop the, the watchtowers uh, for the eventual... To, to keep these aberrant creatures as bay, at bay as more of them started pressing through, but... Uh, well, which is why I'm here. Actually, I'm here to monitor them and maintain them. Um, once I heard that flamethrowers, <laughs> I've been thinking about this. It's a good idea. And she like she like uh, kind of pops open uh, a pouch. You can see that there's like this little notebook inside, and she scribbles something down. Perhaps like, some mages. They have like little fireball, 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 rapid fire. Pretty cool. It takes a lot to put rapid fire. in. Or, uh, rapid fire fireball. <laughs> <laughs> and she un- unclips it again and starts writing something down. Yeah, um, we're friends. I, I, I enjoy that company. Do you think that, uh, do you, do you mm-hmm. trust her? I, I know I do. She's Arcanum. <clears throat> do you think your memory is just amnesia from a crash? Or Could be something, something else. else. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I know that, uh, Thinking about it too hard gives me a splitting headache, which is consistent with what I've read about amnesia. But not. Seems like the Arcanum staple, if you ask me, but Kelly, who am I to know? <laughs> Would you give us a moment in private? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I'll go refill my drink. And well, she I'll come get you in a minute. <clears throat> she grabs her pint. It comes in pints. <laughs> she seems nice, I... but I'm very hesitant. She is Arcanum. What if she goes running to the smiley one? <laughs> what if... Uh, With the immaculate teeth. Horrible. <laughs> what if her unique relation is uh, something we can count on? A spy. Possibly some some kind of someone inside the Arcanum? It would be nice, but... It's risky to even ask. For the last 80 years, she's only known the Arcanum. She's worked her way up to a relatively high position. Or are they just keeping an eye on her? She's only known us for a few hours. They, She did say that they found her in that wreck. If they, if they know what's going on, they could just be keeping her close. Perhaps telling her the truth might be the best thing. Perhaps, but... Me. Sometimes, okay. if yes. she if she asks her superiors, it could be big trouble for us. Well, and what happens is sometimes the mind does not want to remember things that hurt. What if she was part of the reason you crashed? I would, I, I would like to know if it were me. I think we ought to. Even if it was. Even if I destroyed an entire city, if no she, process. If yes. she, what if she is the reason that? Uh, it's no longer your fault, but now you blame her. Well, as as a captain of a vessel, generally the 
all commands and blame land on you. Even if your crew goes awry, it's something that you you are responsible for. I don't think burdening her with this information currently will serve a lot of purpose. I would as soon find this other fragment to see if we can't learn the rest of the story before Agreed. we before we divulge any information, particularly oh. to one high in the Arcana. Okay. I am um, just I want to put this out there that I do want to tell her, but I will respect all of your wishes. I want to tell her, but in the right <clears throat> time and when we know that maybe we can trust her. She seems very nice, but that could just be a front. I defer to Eve. What do you think, Evie? I don't. I understand why you want to tell her. And I hope you know that we respect that desire. But I agree that this may not be the best time to tell her these things. And I think we should, you should continue uh, having a relationship with her to get a better, better understanding of who she is as a person um, to help build that trust. Okay. And we have this to communicate with her anytime. I, Eve holds up her ring. Speaking of which, uh-oh. Um, what? Do you what? remember? Do you remember the cold, the, warm, uh, smelly? <laughs> do you remember what it uh, what it does when you receive a message from Lady Crestor? Oh, it smells like lamps. Uh, wow. Base. That was fast. <laughs> Pull out the scroll, and I just sent it to you. Oh. Ooh. Oh, do we even trust Lady Crestor oh, with this oh. information? She oh, is dear. like an undead vampire, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> do do. <clears throat> We I relate to, to that. Do we want to wait <laughs> just a second on that? What? You want you want to do that first, or go to Kelly? I'm not going to tell her anything. Okay, but um, we have this missive from Lady Crestor, but we can. Let's me read it <coughs> in a private Let's place. Agreed. Victor's room. Hmm. He's kind of dark in there. I don't know if you can see. Well, well, is it the room with your name carved into the door? <laughs> that's oh, the that's, one you That's the other room. It's not my room. <laughs> and Trellia says, have you been carving the names in the doors? I didn't carve any. Yeah, what does I'm the name say? I will pay for it. Well, it used to say Victor. Oh, he's a Wichter. Wichter. Only a deception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It was just one door. We're like the worst hotel guests. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, we just... Bought like three of 18. the most expensive bottles of yeah, mistake. We're gonna trash the rooms. <laughs> no, she, she made plenty of profit. <laughs> she walks away. Uh, yeah, so you uh, do you go get Kelly? Um, yeah, let's just let's just finish up the night with Kelly and then uh, we can see what Lady Crestor has to yeah. say. I mean, Kelly is kind of an open book. You can ask her about her work with the Arcanum. Obviously, like any any sort of like state secret style stuff, she can't really talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does talk about how like most of her day is spent uh, inspecting and prepping and making or fulfilling orders for uh, new recruits and everything. All Arcanum soldiers get you know magical weapon, magical armor, that sort of thing. I, I want to ask her if she's ever seen um, the what's the Grand Poobah's name? The Arbiter. The Arbiter. If she's ever seen him before heard him speak i i did hear him speak once uh it was through a magical like 
communication, like a magic mouth kind of, but it was just like a, a glowing orb. Um, from what I understand, he's very much just a reclusive figure. Um, Did he sound old and wizardy? sounded powerful. I'd like like, like a booming voice, not like a, <clears throat> not like I'm radiating power and ignore the man behind the curtain. I'd, I'd, I'd love to meet him sometime. Does his name, his real name, rhyme with Bavanthi? I don't know his real name. So that's a shame. By the way, we met some nasty people, a gear cracker clan, who says that they're getting around one of those things. Yeah. That's what Adria's kind of like investigating currently. She's probably going to give Champion Brightlands a good, you know. Yeah, is that why you were patrolling the fog? Um, sort of. We were we were just taking stock of the watchtowers and the general magical aura when we saw you come out of it. Mm. Um, in the future, I'd I'd like to keep in touch. Um, is there is there a way I can uh, reach you? Or uh, Eve here has a communication ring. Oh, wonderful! And she uh, she pulls one off of. And they kind of tap, Thanks. and it's a it's a pair of uh, goggles, just kind of appear on the ring. So oh, cool, yeah. excellent. You can use this anytime, Bolt. I appreciate it. It's an interesting symbol. Yours is the trio, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. And she just what is the off. symbol of the trio? There's a talon. Is it the talon, the fang, and claw? Yep. Mm-hmm. They all look the same because <laughs> I can't I can't like, differentiate. Yeah. But they're in like a kind of like a. a Spiral, spiral. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's on. It's on the screen right now for everybody else at home. But uh, in fact, made by court that way. I think if you go into the uh, World Anvil page, you can see it there as well. If you look up the trio, so yeah. <clears throat> Sounds like you guys have had some crazy adventures so far. Let me tell yes. you, we've seen some things. Well, some of us have. <laughs> yeah, I that am curious was really about the funny. The I like that. Like, if you don't mind me asking about the, it's um, I long story short, it's a blindfold. Long story short, it's one too many of these <laughs> drinks we've been drinking. <laughs> the it, I I'm blind. I'm blinded by it, but I I have down. a certain sense of drummer around um, the vibrations in the air. Can kind of hear them a little bit, mm. but it's a it's a curse until I uh, have proven myself to the eight rings. I yeah, see. he's pretty arrogant, and that's he gets in trouble. Just wait till I get the blindfold off, then I'll be three times as good as this guy. <laughs> I mean, friendly rivalry. <laughs> you're you're a Tushin, right? Yes. You're not going to take that lying down. Not just if it's her. My point. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of, and I'll just get up on the table. <laughs> You're welcome for sending you up on the date. It's not really. By a the date. way, I shared the symbol in the assets uh, for our team nice. from this <clears throat> I'd love to see what Lady Crestor has to say. Yes. Wait, like the Lady Lady Crestor? You know her. Like the current head of uh, of Terrabon? Yes, she's sort of a, a, a close friend. <laughs> <laughs> I hear she's really reclusive. What she we, like? We saved her life. She's very pale. She's she is pale. She's she's pale and quite perfect. tall, like a big head. Calm the sea after the storm. Sorry, 
Princess Prince. <laughs> um, I didn't know you had those feelings about her. <laughs> She's just, kind of pretty. Eve starts to feel like a little bit like, wait a second. Yes. That's <laughs> right? Just a little Playing hard to get. <laughs> That's what I've been doing wrong this whole time. <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Eve has been figured out. <laughs> well then. <clears throat> I mean, she was okay. <laughs> I'm, she, Looks wise. I mean, she sounds like a person, so yeah. It, should, she, it definitely is I going mean, over Callie's head. Like, yeah. I don't know if she is a person. We didn't witness <laughs> that part. There were no we, we have viewing. We have lots of debates about what constitutes a person. So. Philosophical, for science. <laughs> of, course, of course. She's she's well. She's she's quite cold, actually. Cold, um, old. But uh, yes. Well. She's sort of a patron. Did you touch of her? Like cold to the touch, or just like personality? I was just thinking, like you could say that, and it could be either or. Yeah. Um, Sarah is like cold, old, and bold, being coy all of a sudden. I think, like, ooh, I mean, who didn't she touch that night? Right. You just oh, kind of like Eve. crosses her arms and. I'm just trying to help yeah. Sari, you know, with her plan. <laughs> Sari's not, not very good at the uh, at the games. She's <laughs> like floundering. Um, should, should, should we read the, 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 the letter? Uh, we, we'll have to excuse ourselves. It's of course. nice to see yeah, you, Kelly. Good, good, good to meet you all. Um, hopefully we can talk again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, before, so these guys will leave and I'll just kind of hang back just a little bit. I'll be right with you. Um, if you come across any other information about uh, any more of the fragments, please let me know. Of course. And I I will look out for any new information about uh, I'm, I'm our also, power shared history, and I will send that your way. I'm also going to uh, take a trip to the marshlands on my way home, I think. Maybe I can find an old friend of ours. Um, if, you find, if you find Helm, uh, Tell him I said hi. Of course. And uh, please be careful. It was pretty dangerous there. We ran into quite a few things that. Uh, I need to give you a full tur- tour of my ship if you don't think it can handle the Angola marshlands. I I would actually very much like that. Right, we have a full yeah. tour. Inspect the bunghole and make sure it's a person. <laughs> <laughs> the ship is a person. The ship, the ship is a person. The ship has a See, bunghole. See, I, right? I told <laughs> you. Yep. I noticed that the first time. <laughs> a couple days. Come on by. Uh, I will take you up on that. Now, if you'll excuse me. Of course. Have a good night. So, I'm going to go ahead and head back up. We go into Victor's room and it is like pitch black. Pitch black. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, but there's there's little wind chimes all over. Well, after I'm running just like the one room I'm walking I run into through, a bunch like, of wind no problem. Chimes. And everyone's yeah. like, ding. So, so this isn't like a molds to your oh, whim right, kind right. of room. So that means Victor's hung up all these wind chimes himself <laughs> and left them right. there. That's right. Yeah, because you haven't had too much time. Who's Victor? To meet in this room. Turn on a light. That's a very bad idea, Victor. It's better than the creepy doll room. He's like, can't see a thing, please. So <laughs> I keep just, I'm just walking around and just hitting all the wind chimes. It says, I'm metal. I'll, they're I'll metal. Just, I'll, yeah. I'll pull out Cinder Hearth and have it. 
don't okay. have I don't have like the light Low. cantrip, so I'm just prestidigitating sparks. I'm just so prestidigitating. I, I mean, when I do. to throw off it. <laughs> like, okay. I'll make my gauntlet. What's over there? Uh, shine bright. <laughs> I mean, there are some candles. Yeah, around we probably don't need to spend five minutes figuring out how to. <laughs> <laughs> how do we turn on the lights? <laughs> lights. Sorry. Curse painter's room. Uh, highly. Never go into Victor's room again. Yeah. All right. The message from Lady Crestor says, There is an, an issue that requires your attention. Lucan has not checked in in three days. Was last seen investigating Morris Bend. You will need to head there as soon as possible. That's where the shipments were going. Oh, okay. Finally a chance at Thulian. Okay. It seems Thulian. kind of small potatoes now, but I still want to kill him. And I actually think that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Um, with the party, with a potential new goal in, in mind, uh, having successfully uh, completed their debriefing. <laughs> Nobody's briefs are on. You can't see it. The table's in the you way. You can order them from in our store. <laughs> yep. For, Do we, have, don't, we don't have big across the back. Yeah. I feel like we really and need And a D20 that right on the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> on a natural 20. <laughs> we'll do both natural 20 and a natural one, depending mm -hmm. on. Yep. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have one want? that says a person and one that says not a person. Not a person. <laughs> but thank you all for joining us. Uh, we will see you next time for more shenanigans. And Just join our Discord. Links yeah. in the description. Or the Reddit. Yeah. Buy the merch. Mm -hmm. Support us. And uh, come up, leave a comment and tell me uh, how I can part my players with gold. Please, I'm desperate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't! <laughs> no. He's, a, he's the DM. He has all the gold. We need to go shopping. That'll tell us who you love more. Just don't go shopping. Or you're us. Whatever you comment. Yeah, leave us a comment. Who do you love more, the players or the DM? I like <laughs> over this. here. Over here. Over here, boys. You love me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is a chaotic ending, just as we always like. Uh, have a wonderful night. Bye. Bye.